Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by Audra Martin, Minnesota Wild and Twins sideline reporter and studio host for Bally Sports North. Awesome interview. We're going to give our bits of the week and end the episode with canceled. It's 2022. Everyone's getting, everyone and everything is getting canceled and we're going to cancel some stuff too. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man Wags and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. First name greatest. Like a All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit. Presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Boss Man, joined by journalist Jake and producer Cam. Uh, before we talk about the cup snake quick with the Saints, I got to address something. We were talking about smelling salts. The 10,000 Takes brand is trying to up our game and add in a flavor of smelling salts. Smelling salts are not, are not an item or a pharmaceutical cure for something. They are simply a meme, a lifestyle. Uh, imagine doing smelling salts before any meaningless task in life. And it's the funniest shit you can picture. Imagine just hammering a smelling salt before like doing the laundry or <laughs> cooking. So I, I tried to order some, they showed up to the house today. They were weak as fuck. And they all came in, in a bottle. Turns out the capsules is what they're called. The ones that you break and snort, uh, or sniff, sorry, not snort. Um, they don't exist anymore. They're, they're gone. They're- what? Really? And are they ev- illegal or I don't know. And every every site that sells them are either out of stock or they only sell the bottle now or the, the nasal spray. Wow. I'm upset. And, well and when Billy's shout out to Billy's, they they were gonna send us some, but they said they were having problems with the salts. It could be like a manufacturer back at back order thing. Or I did read a story about a kid that like ate one and I don't he probably died or something. Huh. So that that's also a possibility. Well, you know what? They See, the point of the pouches or, or the capsules, the point of why smelling salts exists is it's supposed to, like, awaken somebody who's unconscious. Right. So and, from, like, a from like a first aid perspective. Right. That's right. And and so maybe there is just some for hospitals and stuff like that or first aid people that they don't sell on the public market. Um, but I bet you they did, you know, like they did probably a few years ago, as of up to a few years ago, sold those publicly. But too many people like us yeah. were, were probably overdoing it and probably going beyond what we're doing and started eating them or doing something <laughs> weird with them. Like, like Tide Pods. Pods. Yes. See, and, and I, I found some capsules on like a med supply website, but you had to basically prove that you were a hospital. Yeah, exactly. Which I, which I could not yep. prove that 10,000 takes is a medical facility. So or can it's, we? It's really unfortunate because allergies are kicking my ass right now, as I probably sound like shit. I'm yeah. willing to try anything. Like, I, well, I, I would try that and maybe it would work. And I bought some of the some of the most popular ones on Amazon that are like for athletes specifically, and we tried them today. It was just, it's just the bottle that you smell. And like you can smell, it's the same smell that the, the capsules give, but it doesn't. It doesn't no slap kick. you in the face. The whole point of hitting a smelling salt is to be completely shocked, but also like now hyper aware. Whereas when 
when it's just subtle. I mean, it still did the trick mentally, mm-hmm. but the reaction is the best part. It's, it's the cringy part. Yeah, I didn't really feel anything. I, I kind of got the smell, but there was nothing that, that hit my, my nose, my brain, nothing. I didn't get that stimulation. Right. And... Yeah, it's just strange because I mean, like we the when we did the smelling salt at the wild game, you know, a few weeks back, we were given that by a wild employee, and so I don't know if like they still have access or where are the teams getting them. See, the teams are I, I, maybe maybe teams are a uh, special exception, or are maybe are they not getting them anymore? Well, technically, actually, though. I just said a lot of words that didn't mean anything. <laughs> technically, actually, uh, they have doctors like. Legitimate mm-hmm. doctors Medical. that work for the team, so they have a reason. They probably yeah. have a supplier to get the capsules. Hundred percent, because... but but that's kind of abuse, isn't it? Like it's not like yeah. these players are unconscious; they're on the bench and they just need a buzz before they get out there. But there's a legitimate possibility a player could be un- become unconscious in a tech, uh, contact sport like hockey, right? And that actually probably medically proven does wake somebody up um, instead of keeping them unconscious, potentially going into a coma or something like that. And so they probably have an exception, and they probably just use it to wake them up, like. Yeah. My, my my mom works in the medical field in Washington. I should have her send us. So. Yeah, see I'm if sure she, she can get. Some. See if she wants to do some. Uh, what is it like malpractice? Yeah, what you can get charged with if you're <laughs> yeah, a doctor. Probably and you're writing fake prescriptions or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and I don't even know if it's a matter of getting prescriptions with them. I don't know what the deal is. Um, it, it's a matter of if we could just get it through a hospital who proves that they're a hospital and gets it legally. Mm-hmm. They can just distribute it to us for uh, personal reasons to wake us up. I, think, I have a disorder yeah. where I go unconscious every hour. I need right. I need smelling salts. That's what I need. I, I think the the short term solution here is we just buy another bottle that you smell, but we buy like the strongest one, so it just well, hurts. I'm sure there's a better brand or something there's, out there. There's different. There's different sizes. I don't know if it's like milligrams or what it is, what the measurement is, but there. I think there are like extreme ones, so we should just buy an extreme one to still get the kick. I think, and I think we were talking with with Billy's, and they were mentioning that. They were talking about like the, I don't know if it's just a supply chain shortage and they're just not selling them like we were talking about, but they don't sell the capsules anymore. But they're coming out with a spray, which they're still, you know, they're still struggling on getting supplies for that. But I think it's like a nasal spray, I think is what they're talking Amo- about. Would Amo- probably ammonia do is the, trick. the is the ammonia. drug is the drug name that it yeah. essentially is. And yes, it's supposed to give you a bol- a jolt of energy, help you with focus, and a, a help overall mood or something. There's like three main benefits of it. But so, since we started this conversation, I allegedly have three or four text messages out. I'm trying to find a smelling salt plug. Okay. Right. Yes. And they so don't, they don't sell these things in stores. No. Like, you'd think they'd sell them at like played against sports or like a or like you, even yeah. like shields or something because mm-hmm. uh, athletes use these like mm-hmm. and the fact that the cameras on tv are showing athletes using these there's nothing wrong with it i don't know if people think it's like cocaine or something no this is these are this is ammonia smelling salts anyways before we get too deep on that uh we'll just get into the show before we start though with it's uh, with the bit of the week uh we got to tell you about this cup the saints cup snake coming up i know we're selling a lot more tickets now that we're getting close to the date You're going to want to get tickets before the section sells out. So once again, go to saintsgroups.com, password cupsnake. We're going to to break our own record as well as the Colorado Mammoth record of like 340, 321 feet or whatever they got. We got to to beat that shit. Even though they cheated, we got to beat them at cheating because that just shows that we're the ultimate champions. Yeah, I think uh, they did some fake crap, fake shit when they... uh... You know, just took aluminum cups, didn't drink out of it. We talk about we're doing it from grassroots. We actually do it with for, for the people. We drink booze and contribute to the cup snake. We don't just grab a bunch of cups and put them together. That's, right. that's horse shit. Right. True. That's like adults. That's yeah. like adult Legos. Come on. Yeah, we don't, come on, we don't man. Do that shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, come on. It's May 28th. 
I think it's a 7 p.m. start. 6, 6 p.m. start? 7 p.m.? 7 something start. I 6, think 7. I know it's Memorial Day weekend, but if you're around, um, bring all your friends, bring all your family. I had a guy in the bathroom at the X, game one, uh, last Monday night, just say, hey, boss, man. I'm like, oh, hi. I didn't know who he was. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm getting a group to go to the to the Saints Cup Snake. He's, he was mm-hmm. pretty drunk, as mm-hmm. you can tell by my impersonation. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't want to bring too many people, though. I'm like, don't ever fucking say that again. You mm-hmm. can never bring enough people to these things. Hey, what are you talking about? Bringing the more too many the people? merrier. We it's it, we need weapons, not actual weapons, but we need in terms of people who can drink beer. We need some absolute weapons out there who can who can do some work because that's what makes it happen. And that's what the people want. That's what the people care about. I want the section overflowing. Right. You know, people are like outside, like on top of the section, you know, people can't even find a seat in the damn section. They're trying to get involved with the cup snake or contribute their cups. A right. cup snake you know? by the people for the people. For yeah. the people. By the people for the people. Fuck the Colorado mom at Mammoth for yeah. cheating. We got to beat, beat the cheaters, man. That's True. that's all the motivation yeah. you need right there. Yeah, seriously. The patriots so. of cup snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cheaters. The gate. So yeah, once again, saintsgroups.com. Password cup snake. I think it's in our, our uh, like TikTok bio. It's definitely <laughs> the pinned tweet on our Twitter and uh, find everything there. All right, let's get into bit of the week. We'll start with you, producer Cam. What do you got? I have the watch party bit. Um, Jack, you weren't there for because you were sick, but me and Jake went down to the X for the the watch the Wild watch party for Game Three. Um, it was pretty cool. I don't know, like it's great idea by the Wild because it's just like low maintenance. There wasn't that many people there. They lowered the jumbotron, which I was had, shocked like, by. It was free to get in, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they lowered the mm-hmm. Jumbotron and just had, like, um, open seating, and they had, like, a couple concession stands open. It was just a genius idea, and it was great. That yeah, was, no, it, fun. it was uh, – people were, like uh, – when I was, like, putting it on, like, personal, like, when I was, like, snapping people or sending pictures of it and sending it to people, they're like, oh, wow, wow, you guys have the connections, don't you? Like, yeah. no, no, we this got him for free. Event. Yeah. This is a public event. This is not – I would love to say that this is like a private event for us that we were able to just get into the X for uh, – because we're 10,000 takes and we're the best <laughs> – Yeah, you definitely should have it. played it off as that. But uh, I'm like, no, it's a, it's a public event. Show up and, and let's have a good time. And no, they lowered the screen down, general admission. They it almost felt like when you walked in, you were just there an hour before a game. Right? I, you know, I, I don't know if you feel the same, Jake, but I would have paid ten dollars. Oh for yeah, too. Like I, they I could easily charge. They, I, I would have paid twenty bucks to go in. And I would even that. like I, I probably wouldn't pay, but like during a regular season game, like I would go if it was a yeah. free watch party. I don't care. Yeah, and we were, we were fun. We were getting rowdy um, as if we were actually there watching game yeah. on ice. And, you know, I think there was like these some like high school girls like in a row b- below us. And they just thought we were I was probably the strangest person on the planet. Oh, on planet. Sure. They, they were covering their yeah, ears a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, you could see it in the videos. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. There's a couple of videos. There's on one of the TikToks. There's a girl in front of you who's probably like in elementary school. And she's like, what the hell is wrong with she's, that guy? I thought you were on <laughs> Thank you. Probably. She's like, are we in Florida right now? I'm watching a Florida Panther game right now in Sunrise, Florida. But no, it was... Uh, no, it was still fun, but I, yeah, I woke up like I think I got really I was really got a little drunk, um, just a bit, and I woke up to like on, on our Twitter and TikTok to realize there was like five six videos of me just screaming. Yeah, yeah. To to the lay person, it was just me screaming. I love how you say a little drunk. Just a little drunk. I was just a little drunk right now. You know, I'm a little drunk right just now. Fucking wasted. Yeah, you know, we but shitty, I was bro. I was. I was messed up a little bit, but I, I'm celebrating a, a win in the playoffs. You don't see the Wild actually to demolish a team on the road like that in the playoffs in almost any sport. So I was just like, I was just fucking living it. It's just a great, it a great time because especially because they won, it turned into just a night full of 
drinking. Like yeah, we were out to like three a.m. Yeah, it was it was. Oh, great. you have to celebrate a win. It's a Friday night and you win six to two like that. I mean, yeah. what else yeah, are you gonna do? Hell of a game, total domination. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was awesome that the uh, the ex was able to host the watch party. I was looking forward that forward to them. Uh, Actually showing us on camera though, <laughs> on the Belly Sports Stores broadcast. But yeah. whatever, you know, I'm, I'm no uh, no hard feelings. All right. Well, uh, anyways, Jake, what's your uh, what's your bit? My bit is the high on CBD bit. So oh, this has yes. been kind of a running inside <laughs> joke, kind of public now on our socials here the last few weeks. But this goes back to our 10K Invitational last summer, so or last September. We uh, partnered with Cultivated CBD. They're one of like our vendors out there, one of our sponsors. They're at a whole, and they they have amazing products. Actually, like I mean, the CBD is, is awesome. You know, it's obviously the alternative to marijuana, but it's not exactly marijuana. It has different effects, allegedly. Oh, uh, you say marijuana like such a white guy? Marijuana, <laughs> marijuana. Do you do, you do the marijuana? No, I don't. Is I, that a weed? I don't. I've smoked like two marijuanas. Yeah, before. I smoked. I, I smoked. It'd be like someone who's trying to like fit in a fourteen year old in, in high school. Yo, you smoke? You want to smoke weed, man? Man, uh, yeah, I've smoked a, I've smoked a, a marijuana. It's yeah, like, it's like yeah. Uh, okay, man. You get pulled over. Like, have you been? Are you under the influence? He's like, I only had like three marijuanas today. Yeah. Three marijuanas, <laughs> sir. Light, you're light, not high. Light dessert. <laughs> no, but uh, but I I swear, like, I think we got a couple. Like, they're like CBD like wrapped joints, and then there was like there was like CBD gummies, and I took a few of them. And we were on the golf course. I don't know if it was just because I was starving and I was super hungry and I had been drinking a little bit. But I was like, I went up to like the next hole or two. And I remember I'm like, guys, I'm high. I'm high as fuck. And I felt high. You're definitely hungry and drunk because that's the whole point of CBD is you don't get high. See, I know you probably don't, but like you, you feel like it relaxes your body. So I think on top of the booze but on, and on top of the drinking, I maybe felt a little high. But then I had, I remember I like had some gummies down the road after that when I was like normal. I felt a little high. I felt a little high, even though people were like, that's just not how it feels. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. And, and like in Vegas, allegedly, our, our houseboy Donnie said that we were smoking a CBD pen. And we thought it was a weed pen that we bought in Las Vegas. I'm like, I got high from it. There's, he's fucking with you. I didn't get high from that. See, I'm, I uh, felt high. I didn't either, actually, now that you said that, it. I, I that, felt high. I don't think it was CBD, but it was some strain I think it was of like, THC that does not have yeah. a lot of the fun okay. things that being high has. In it. Right. But well, I, apparently, I know you're not supposed to get high from CBD, but like coming, I do. <laughs> coming it's, from you, like I don't doubt it because you've gotten better lately. But you remember like back in the day, you'd be drunk off like three or four beers. Like you had a low tolerance then, and you've built that up. So maybe your CBD tolerance just needs to be built up. Yeah, maybe I just maybe I'm just one of the few people that uh, affects. I'm going to be the reason CBD becomes illegal. So I'm going to do something weird. He was under the influence on CBD and driving, and, and ran into a pole, people, killed yeah. six people. Apparently, he had CBD in his system. I would I would hate to see you on Delta Eight. Oh, yeah, that sounds crazy. Which is legal. Uh, well, there's also yeah. Well, I'll get to another thing in a moment here, but the high in CBD bit kind of goes full circle because I think I was really fucked up, like drunk, not high in CBD. But I think we were talking about CBD. It was like a few weeks back, and I think I I tweeted out like super <laughs> chopped on CBD right now. Might go to bed. I don't know. Super fucked up. I tweeted something out like that, and then I think we were at like the first draft brewery in Minneapolis, and there was like a picture that said. CBD c- cigars or something weird. And then I took a picture of the poster. It was it was an energy drink that had CBD in yeah, it. Apparently, we thought it was alcohol. It was CBD. <laughs> there were a bunch of people responding to the tweet who were like, 
Oh, I didn't know that had alcohol. Those drinks had alcohol in it. Well, I think I took a picture and I'm like, I'll call on CBD, sign me up. I'm getting chopped tonight or something. Uh, I'm getting high and drunk. We got to get you on Delta 8 because I, I mean, I don't do the marijuana often, but I bought like Delta 8 gummies. It's weird that I could talk about this because it's legal, but I bought them at a tobacco store and I took one. Dude, I was fucking blasted. I would love to see you on a Delta 8 because it's supposed to be weaker than like normal Well, TV. apparently they are trying to legalize weed in Minnesota right now. We'll see yeah. if that ever happens or not, but I can't wait for the first day that it does because we're all just going to get super stoned and make a bunch of content. <laughs> True. It's, well, it's going to be life changing, but obviously the, we followed the law. Our door. So we, we will wait. Until it is legalized, while only in Minnesota, they're not applied to other locations. There, are, there are some strange like drugs like that, like Delta Eight and and uh, CBDs, and as bad as I make it out <laughs> to be, is uh, but I get high off of it allegedly. Um, but there's a there's a drug called kratom, what or kratom? I think they call it kratom. It's like a tea powder thing that you put like in water as if you're drinking tea, but it literally almost has the same effects as cocaine. Is it legal? It's legal. I feel you like, can buy it at cigar shops. I feel like as society, evolves, at least it was a few years ago. We're 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 so obviously like we notice that there are laws around these drugs, but we're starting to figure out workarounds. Yeah, there's like Delta Eight. That scares me. CBD. It's like now synthetic. Is it like yeah. synthetic cocaine? I, mean, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I mean, what dude, it is. I was prescribed Adderall for my ADHD in college, and it's a meth I was like, this is yeah. this this is what meth feels like. because <laughs> yeah. I want more of it. Yeah, it's a minor meth, and there's opiates. I mean, you can get opioids like uh, what's the leading. I don't know. There's Drugs like, are bad. Like Vicodin? Painkillers. Pain it's like, Vicodin oh, is man. heroin. Oh, man. I just flubbed my wrist a little bit. And they're like, here's a bunch of painkillers. Yeah, right. Don't develop an Opiates. addiction. That's on you now. If Opioids. I just trust you with that. If you're a child listening to this, well, first of all, your parents should probably censor what you listen to. But second, drugs are bad. Don't just, do them. Just watch all the dare videos on repeat until yeah. you fall asleep <laughs> for a week straight, and you won't want to touch anything. Yeah. The, old nine, the old dare videos from the early 2000s, those will <laughs> so make you cheesy. be the clean, cleanest guy in the world, cleanest yeah. person ever. Yeah, you'll be doing your homework instead of out smoking the, the CBDs with Jake. <laughs> smoking the crack oh. and the marijuana. All right. Um, while we're on the... Uh, topic of bodily things um my bit is covid bit round two uh i was sick with covid over the weekend for those of you who are like why did you even get tested because i wanted to die on friday i couldn't even fucking move and i was like well i need to know what it is so i can figure it out all arguments aside around covid and whatever but yeah i was really sick man i mean i couldn't even get out of bed friday before you guys went to the watch party you saw me my first time out of bed and you can attest to how like much of a zombie i was mm-hmm. I, I, I was so weak my body hurt my throat hurt. My nose was running like a faucet. Still was able to come down. I made the way down the stairs to watch the wild game, which I'm happy I, I pulled the strength together to do. Credit to me for continuing. I was continuing to tweet during the game and, and be a fan. I even took a video where I had shit shoved in my nose because it was running like a faucet. But it was bad. Um, thank you to everybody on Twitter, though, who said to help you feel better. Honestly, it was, it was great to just be chilling for the weekend. I just drank a lot of water, just slept a ton, just watched sports, uh, gambled, of course. But something I realized with the COVID bit and with being sick, it really, it teaches you the best of habits on how to feel good, even if you're not sick. Like I was sleeping Mm -hmm. nine hours a night. I wasn't drinking alcohol, which is essentially poison for your body. Mm -hmm. I was drinking a shit ton of water. Like these are things that I should be doing all the time to feel better. It's just sleeping a lot, drinking a lot of water, True. avoiding alcohol when it's unnecessary. Of course, I'm mm-hmm. not just going to go cold turkey, but uh, just like just you know, getting to getting a good night's sleep, man, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And it gave me the chance to just watch sports, to veg out. Uh, I sports gambled more than I think I have in my entire life, which was just fun. It gave me a reason to watch all the great playoff hockey and basketball and F1 and golf and everything else. But um, 
I just got to say, though, one of the healthiest weekends of my life. So uh, I also have an honorary bit, uh, the playoff beard bit. People are telling me mm-hmm. to shave because I look gross, and I'm like, it's playoff beard, man. I have a, I have another, I have an honorary as well. Uh oh, the bra trick bit. You see the fan that threw her bra oh, on true. the ice when Kirill got the hat trick. True. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Wednesday in game two. Yeah, or no, game, game three, but yeah. No, game three was in St. Louis. This was game two when uh, right. Kirill and so Eric Zanek had the uh, the true. hat the, fa- the false alarm. Yeah, the, hat trick. the, uh, the hat true. trickception. Yeah. That happened. Wow. You, well, you weren't sure who's got the hat trick when it happened. She had it's some just... big tees, too, because it was could, a big bra. Could, could you imagine, though, being right next to that per- woman? Like, you just see a per- woman just go <laughs> under her shirt and just chuck a bra yeah. out there? Also, okay. shout, shout out to everybody who threw their hats the first time around for knowing that they would be able to throw them a second time. Mm-hmm. Because they threw them for Eric's neck, and then the goal got called back. Outsides. After, of course, everyone had thrown their hats. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought, oh, I just wasted a perfectly hat nope. for nothing. And then Kaprizov actually got his hat trick so the hat so more hats came back out it's kind of funny because i feel like everybody threw their hat that night because everyone who regretted not throwing it the first mm-hmm. time was able to have full redemption and throw mm-hmm. it the second time I had so. a second chance opportunity or people didn't do it and for no reason they didn't lose a hat that's playoff hockey right there yeah, that's just that playoffs well i think playoffs. they can get their hat back i think they have Is like hat recovery I, they like donated them or something. I, I don't know i think, I think they so. i think they let you to come grab them or in a section I but that'd be a shit show yeah, I feel like too, but like I think they let you like come grab them, but then again, like and get a free hat. I, I, exactly, <laughs> uh, that's just what's going to happen. But like, it makes I, I always been curious. Like, do you lose your hat when you throw it on the ice? Also, someone's probably not going to drive all the way to the X just to get a free hat. So it probably no. will be people who actually lost a hat that meant a lot to them. Yeah, I think because uh, I saw some like nice hats being thrown. I saw some like nice golf hats. Like you think about the quality of hat people throw out there. But if it's like in the Stanley Cup. And even if it's a nice waggle hat, I think I think they would understand if I threw my waggle hat on the ice for a Kaprizov hat trick in a Stanley Cup final game. I think they would understand. Also, teaser: True. we are uh, releasing 10K golf hats with soda stick. They'll be uh, they'll be available soon. Uh, if you were to throw that hat on the ice, I wouldn't hate you for it because well, first off, you got to do it with a hat trick. That's the rules. But second off, that's just great marketing. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Suddenly, that hat is now seen by. Uh, 20,000 people or however much the X holds. Yeah. So Team of 18,000, even it can hold uh, 20 plus thousand. Yeah, because you can have the, the standing room bit. Yeah, no, you, they, they the can suites. fit 20,000 plus people in there easy. But uh, yeah, all right, let's go to a quick commercial, and then we'll be on with Audra Martin. Hey, guys, Boss Man here. We got to tell you about our sponsor, Better Edge. Better Edge is a legal online sports betting marketplace. You've probably heard us talk about it a million times. Uh, when I was sick this weekend and I had nothing better to do, I probably spent more time. You can you can ask the Better Edge guys. Who was on the app the most this weekend? It was probably me because mm-hmm. I was doing nothing but placing bets and talking shit with people on there. But it's a legal sports betting app that also allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace, so they're not going to take any of your winnings. Even even if you lost, they're not going to take any of that. They're only they're only going to take. Uh, they actually take nothing because the person no. who wins takes all the money. So it's winner take all, mm-hmm. really, which is awesome. Yeah, and that kind of goes to the the competitions as well. They have private and public betting competitions around uh, like playoff hockey, NBA, um, all sorts of other contests. So when you sign up at BetterEdge.com, use promo code ten k. That's one zero k to get a free twenty bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's b e t t o r e d g e dot com. Promo code ten k to get a free twenty dollars. Follow us on there. Go go hang out with us. Play some bets. Send them to us. You know, DM us your your locks of the week. I know me personally. I'm always tweeting. 
uh, my bets every day. And today I tweeted the picture of the grandma in the cage. Mm -hmm. And I said, locking up granny until I can uh, hit three locks (laughs) in the day. So, you know, let's let's just have fun and do shit like that. Um, Go to Better Edge now and download the app, verify your ID, and see you on there. Yeah, win some money. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. We got a very special guest with us, Audra Martin, Minnesota Wild and Twins sideline reporter, reporter and studio host for Valley Sports North. She's been super busy with the Twins and the Wild playoffs. Audra, thanks a ton for coming in. And how's life been for you lately? Yeah, busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thanks for having me. We've been trying to set this up for so long, and I feel bad. It's totally my fault. I whiffed on uh, reminding myself to make sure I get on in here. So I'm glad it finally worked out. Yeah, no, I'm glad you're able to come in person too, because like it. We 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 can we can handle remote like we can handle remote interviews and everything, but it's so much better when we have everybody in person. It's a lot. I feel like the experience is a lot yeah. better. We bounce off each other, but we finally figured out. You don't. Have, it's not your fault. Like you're a busy you're a busy person, so you're doing a lot right now. Well, I'm glad that I was able to come in. We were just you know talking about looking back on the days of COVID and everything, and I'm like, if I never have to do a Zoom call or oh. interview or anything ever again, I will be so happy. Yeah, I just can't imagine how all of you from what you do to like the play-by-play guys to even the producers like it must have just been horrible for everybody to just change like that just yeah. on the fly hard to get story ideas and have you know authentic general uh you know good conversations with anybody when you're sitting there staring at a computer screen and so yeah it was hard especially with baseball season hard to um really feel like i could contribute to the broadcast the way that i would like to when you couldn't even really talk to anybody before the game. You know, they would bring one person on the Zoom or whatever. And I'm not going to take up the whole time talking to that person, asking them my random questions when there's, you know, a ton of other people, other writers and reporters and stuff on the call. So, yeah, it was tough. I don't even want to think back to that. Let's you, just knock on wood yeah, that we right. never have to deal with that again. The the funniest thing about the Zoom era press conferences, mm-hmm. we get all these old school like football coaches who had never used technology before. <laughs> yeah. You get guys yeah. like Urban Meyer, like these headphones aren't working. Yeah. Mike yeah. Zimmer too is always getting pissed at the headphones. Like, yeah. They're not on. The, there's, an there's an yeah. echo. There's an echo. The best but, is that one guy who accidentally had the filter of the cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer. Yes. They're like, dude, you got to turn off the cat. He's like, not a cat. Tell this guy he's like yeah, he's super a, old. I don't know how to was, turn it he off. Defense. He was defending a guy for like murder or something. You would get the lawyers that would wear suits, and then they'd get up. They'd have no pants. Yeah. On. yeah. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Yep. Oh, well, yeah. and I, I still work from home. We still work from home, so we can. Okay. You just oh. bumped your head on that. <laughs> I just bonked myself. You just right. bonked yeah, yourself, man. I was the only the rim of the hat. Okay, there you go. We get, we're, we're destroying our new equipment already. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's battle um, tested. But anyway, I I told you I told you guys about this, but there was we we had like some big summit or conference for you know my corporate job, and there was like probably three hundred people on this call, and the the moderator who just set up the meeting to make sure everything was good and everything, she forgot. She's like, "All right, I'll hand it over to to Jake or whoever," and she doesn't turn off her camera, and she goes and sits down. You can see it clearly in the background. She just turns on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching Netflix this whole meeting that like, and she was like super adamant. You got to be here on time. People are probably trying to message her, but she can't see it because she's not. Yeah, she's not on her computer. It's like, okay, you can get away with a lot of people do this. Turn off your video. (laughs) And she's just sitting there. I don't know what I forgot what she was watching, but she was just sitting there watching like, well, at least it was only 
actually watching Netflix. Yeah, yeah so I was gonna think, say. Thankfully, there's just nothing that was could have you know cost her a job. Yeah, no, uh, it was. Ugh, but no, that era. Hopefully, we just don't. But that the positive of it, I was going to mention, was the Zoom calls and everything, and just how players even interacted in it. And well, some guys would be louder than others, and journalists, and it was just kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, I I will never forget talking with Wes in uh, the conference room of our studio downtown. The guys were on the road playing in Anaheim, and you know it was starting to have the rumblings of like, oh, are we going to have to cancel the season? Or it wasn't even to that extreme yet. It was mostly just the thoughts of having to play in front of without fans. Mm-hmm. And Wes and I were like, that's going to be terrible if we have to play, you know, in an empty building. And little do we know that would have been the yep. best case scenario. You yeah. Know, that, that oh, yeah. Well, I found a picture in my phone the other day from like a screenshot of the Gopher Badger game when it was in Wisconsin for mm-hmm. the COVID year and seeing a stadium full of cardboard cutouts. I'm like, this is some shit out of like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people don't exist anymore. Only right, athletes. Right? Like we live yeah. in a world now where fans don't exist. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just, just all players virtual. playing for the aliens or something. Yeah. I, I was so Freaky. worried. I was so worried like on the conspiracy end of it, I'm not legitimately thinking it, but like, oh no, they're just making everything go virtual now. And then yeah. we're just going to literally can only watch games from our phones. And we're like, we can, we can pay to have there, like a face in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Or there, was a, there was a, there was a soccer, fan an mls soccer fan they did like the zoom bleachers that they did in the nba bubble and there was a i think he was like for the portland timbers and he got a spot on the fan thing and the guy puts on like a gas mask bong and like lights it and they quickly like cut away from it oh yes oh what yeah like they just they just allowed people to do this Yeah. yeah Like you, you gave fans the freedom to do whatever they wanted yeah. in front of millions of people. It, it blows my mind that there weren't more situations where it was like that. Yeah, but. that's true. That's oh god. Yeah. Just, so, yeah. were you ever in uh, like an arena or at a game at Target Field when it was just a game was going on with no crowd? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We did once we were finally able to be back. Um, you know, we were never able to be back down in the clubhouse or uh, even down on the field. But yeah, with the cardboard cutouts, I would do oh. a couple hits from out there i'm like this is weird i'm literally standing and like i feel like in, you know like in a cornfield of right. giant cardboard heads and yeah it was weird it was always really eerie to be walking around the concourse um because we did that segment where we would track down foul balls and send them to a fan um and so trying to go track down whatever a ball and like the the concourse was just dark and everything was shut off it mm. was eerily quiet it was just the strangest feeling. And then, yeah. you know, and then when they would be on the road, we would still broadcast from Target Field. So that was really weird, being literally in a completely dark Target Field, watching a baseball game that's not being played in front of you. You know, you're just watching it on the monitors. And yeah, that it was just so strange. It was, it's kind of weird to think back to it because um, it just seemed so surreal when it was happening. And yeah. you look back on it now, I'm just like, well, well, we made it through. Right. We survived. We figured out a way. There was a way to play baseball. There was a way to have hockey games. We... We made it somehow. <laughs> we lived through an event that's going to be in textbooks forever. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I think the weirdest thing, too, we watched a few Twins games from Parking Ramp B. Sadly, oh. I think we were the reason it got shut down. But <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing, like, TC was still there. Yeah. Yeah, he was just running around, and he da- was, like, pointing da- at us. Dancing in center field, like, just doing whatever the yeah. hell he wanted yeah. to do. Can you imagine yeah. that person in the mascot, like, costume? Like, what? He's like, what am I? He's just sitting in yeah. center field, like, dancing right. It's, it's funny, because it's, like, all the people that get laid off, and this guy's still on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just to dance by himself. Yeah, the just, mascot yeah, guy. I guess the camera pans do him, and it's yeah. like, all right, well, the fans love to see the bear yeah. in, the, in the jersey. So, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that was very strange. Well, no, but flash forward a year later, now we have crowds in here again. Thankfully, yep. we're in the in the playoffs with the Wild. Like, how have the playoffs been going so far for you? What are your thoughts on? Um, well, it's been fun. I mean, it really that 
moment when they took the ice in game one and how insanely loud that building was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've, I've been there before. I've heard that all before. But because of how everything, you know, went the last couple of years, just to hear the roar of the crowd. Oh, my gosh. I had just huge goosebumps. And then, of course, I couldn't hear anything that Ryan was saying, even with my earpieces. And like, like what? What did you just say? You know, <laughs> yeah. but I'll take that all day long. You know, it's the energy is just incredible. And it's it's fun to be there. Obviously, game one was not mm, what I was expecting. We're there, unfortunately. It, we're, yeah. Yeah. Not what I was expecting at all. Um, but yeah, then, you know, the the well, with the exception of last night, uh, you know, those wins were awesome. Even those games I wasn't expecting. I did not expect St. Louis to come out with this like huge, like, let's just crush everybody mentality in the first period like they had the other night. Um and I was like, well, that's not sustainable. Like, hopefully the Wild can use mm-hmm. that to their advantage. And they did. Um yeah. and then last night, yeah, it just was an off game. I mean I'm not too concerned about it. I think they'll have a good rebound tomorrow night. I, um, I don't know. I I will be totally honest. I was very nervous about this matchup, as I think a lot of fans were. I mean, St. Louis is tough. We know like, the history between these two teams. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't have the the best feeling about it heading into the series because uh, I'm cautiously as, optimistic. As you should, <laughs> right. for, as a Minnesota yeah, fan, yeah. as you n- yeah. naturally should. Yeah, but I think after those wins, I was just like, okay, yeah, this you know this team can totally take down the Blues. I'm not really too concerned about it. Yes, last night was not great, but I don't know. I think tomorrow will be a good response and you know it doesn't doesn't hurt that the blues are a bit banged up they just got to find a way to take advantage of it more so than they were able to last night so obviously the biggest argument on twitter right now is the goalie situation which i find stupid because usually the issues don't come down to goaltending it's Mm -hmm. been the the defense and the scoring but where where do you stand who do you think they start tomorrow Uh, i i still think that they're gonna start flower i mean i just Mm -hmm. do i i don't think that Last game, I mean, game one was not his fault. Uh, you know, last night, that last goal he gave up on the power play, not great. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that you just switch because of game four. I don't know. I just, I don't think that he deserves to be yanked just because of that game. I was actually kind of surprised that, <clears throat> excuse me, Berube switched to Bennington uh, yeah. because Huso had been so good during the season and had earned you know, the ability to be their number one guy. So I was kind of surprised by that decision. And I was bummed as I'm sure, you know, every fan was that the wild weren't able to take advantage of a guy who hadn't won mm-hmm. nine straight playoff games. Um, so that was tough, but no, I just, I have a feeling it's still going to be flower, but I, I have no insight, right? I have no insider information on that. So we'll see. Yeah, it just it just seemed it'd be it'd be too big of a change to make without desperation, mm-hmm. right? Like the Blues made the goalie change because they were losing and they didn't have any other options. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that makes more sense. But like when when we're when we've been playing well, yeah, like to change the goalie now would just be bananas. Yeah. At least yeah. wait till the end of the series and maybe come out with Talbot in Game One of next series. Knock on wood if we get there. Yeah, but like I don't think they they they'd switch their decision yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's like, <clears throat> I've been talking about this, is, is it's kind of like the, the Kirk Cousins argument and the rabbit hole. I went, I'm, a, I'm a Kirk Cousins stan, as people know, um, and I think people, there's some people that don't understand where it's like, oh, well, they lost this game 37 to 30, oh, our quarterback sucks, yeah. like, fuck mm-hmm. him, and like, people just don't understand there's so much more that goes into football, just like the hockey, you gotta mm-hmm. have a good defense, gotta have a good forecheck, well, back check, dump everything. Up, dump up. 
blows that one play yeah. in front of the net and they get wide open shot on Flurry in the slot. It's like, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Talbot's going to make that save either. But Minnesota fans are ruthless. You know, yeah. they, they won't let you live that. They'll see something and they'll attack somebody. <laughs> what uh, What do you think about Kevin Fiala? What do you think he's got? Ooh, that's tough. I, I don't know what's going on right there with too. him. You know, and, and you could see the frustration yesterday, you know, yeah. and, and I know that it was addressed uh, post game with Dean and, and Kevin, you know, said that he was frustrated. That's tough because it, the, the run that Kevin Fiala went on the end of the season was incredible. I, I really have not seen anybody. I mean, we know how good Kirill Kaprizov is, but um, I mean, that was just quite a tear that Fiala was on. And uh, to see it not carry over into the postseason is frustrating for me. I know it's frustrating for all the fans and it's obviously incredibly frustrating for Kevin. He needs to have a big game tomorrow. I He needs to, I think just for his own sake and you yeah. know, to help the fans breathe a little easier. Um, but I think it's just one of those situations he's, we've seen it happen with him in the past. He grips his stick. He gets mm-hmm. frustrated. He puts pressure on himself. He wants to be a difference maker. He wants to be that game breaker, you mm-hmm, know, that right. he was sold as when he came over here from Nashville. So, you know, I mean, I covered Kevin um, from day one when he was drafted, I, when I was working in Nashville. And just the the growth from him when he was such a youngster. And I remember the first time I interviewed him right after he was drafted. Um, and he could, you know, hardly speak English. Mm-hmm. He was so nervous to even try to um, do an interview. To see, you know, think back to little like baby Kevin to where he is now. I'm so impressed with how far his game has come. But we've seen these stretches from him his whole career where he can mm-hmm. be such a difference maker. Um, but then he can have some tough stretches at the timing of it right now is just unfortunate but i also think that everybody would agree he's one of those guys if he has a good game then it's game on like mm-hmm. right. it just he just needs to get it out of the way and then he'll start rolling again it was the same thing in the beginning of the season right like he he didn't score mm-hmm. for like a month yeah and then once he scored once it was like two goals a game yeah. mm-hmm. and he was going on people are like bitching like we need to trade this he's, guy it's like we need to call him down, he needs but... one he needs one goal like you said he needs to have a good game and have mm-hmm. one goal and he's going to be on the rest of the yeah. playoffs yeah. until the end well there were people that were even <clears throat> at one point in the regular season Kirill Kaprizov was on a bit of a cold streak and people were like calling for his head like yeah. Oh, yeah. what are we doing yeah, like this guy's this guy five years yeah. like this guy's a young player like yeah come on like no, nope his contract is dead now it's not worth it trade him yeah. well, i remember like at the start of the season and i i don't remember exactly what the numbers were but he was uh, on a slow start to the season right. even though he had like, like 100 he was in, like, 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 top points in yeah. You know, yeah. 15 games or whatever but like in you know in terms of what he's capable of it was a slow start and it was and now it's just funny thinking back when you end with 108 points and that fact that he got off to a slow start crazy to think well even fiala look at him mean he ended up with one of the best seasons and mm-hmm. you know single season history for this team so again it would have been Sure, it would have been great if they had these, you know, crazy hot starts. But I think the way they ended is just fine. Yeah, I uh, I, well, Kevin Fiala did great, but then they had like guys. They remember they showed uh, like a graphic, you know, where it showed like all the players that are chasing the the point season mm-hmm. record mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Mary Gabrick. Okay, I got. I, I, I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't have a say in the graphics. Um, but I they, feel like I know where you're going with this. They, they, yeah, they, they right. used an aggressively young picture of Marion Gabrick. Yes. I think he. Was, I think he was 12. It, it was like when from 1999 when he was a draft prospect. Yeah. We didn't even draft him. I yet. know when I first saw it pop up, I was like, "Wow, that's not how I like picture <laughs> His him." His blonde I, hair, the, the real light blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, no, but no, I do not control the graphics, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me that I even have to sometimes clarify that because I remember there was a game a couple years ago where I was doing an intermission uh, from our studio, and a picture went like somewhat viral because you know it's, it's me at the desk and the graphic in the background said like let's say we were playing the Ducks like Wild Ducks. 
two to three, you know, and it said second uh, quarter or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was obviously the still, it was just the format from the Timberwolves game the night before. And people were ripping me on social media. I wanted to be like, do you think that I go in there and I'm the one that like types in the graphics? Yeah. So, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm in charge of all they th- of that. They think that you're Bally Sports North. Yeah. Nobody else works there. <laughs> she's the one talking. She's the, yeah. one, she's the only everything. person there. I do everything. I produce it. You I set up a camera it, by I yourself. It, yeah. I cut yeah. off the video. Yeah. 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 Create the teleprompter, all that, the messaging that, in there. We don't have a teleprompter. Okay. That's another thing that I always have mm-hmm. to clarify. People <laughs> are like, well, That's good. how did you mess that up when you have a teleprompter? There is no teleprompter. Anything That's I say impressive. that comes out of my mouth is completely just out of my own crazy scatterbrained head. Um, but yeah, no teleprompter. I write my own stuff. I ask my own questions. That's the other thing, too. People baseball season. So who tells you what questions to ask the players after the game? I'm like, uh, I do. I'm no, capable no. of coming oh, I up just, with that. Yeah, like, I, I do know yeah. baseball. I they think you're like an actor. I'm a sports yeah. reporter. Yeah. Off yeah. Lines. <laughs> I've done this yeah. for a while. I yeah. know what I'm doing. The, yeah, I don't think that, like people are trying to be mean, but I think it's sometimes easy to assume that somebody is telling you what to say, especially, right. unfortunately, as a female in this mm-hmm. industry, a lot of people just assume that right. we don't know the sports or whatever. I'm like, no, I, I do. Those questions are coming out of this little blonde head of mine, but... Um, yeah, I just get a kick out of that. But yeah, no, I don't do the graphics. Mm. So if there's any ever error, <laughs> and that's the thing, everybody has to remember too, like I've made mistakes. Anybody on television, you're going to make mistakes. That includes the editors, you know, the graphics guys, the directors, the producers, mm. everybody right. makes mistakes. The team, but it's just yeah. easy to be like, well, you're the person that's on the TV. So we're going to assume that you're the one that made the mistake, but blame that person. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Unless it was like Wayne Gretzky up there like, oh no, I'm going to. Yeah. Stay away from well, that. there there were two graphics that were fantastic this year. There was that one, and then I think the other one was by ESPN, and it it was a picture oh, of Kaprizov, and it says "coming" all over the ice, and it oh. was like, I don't know if you've probably seen it. If you're on Wild Twitter, you've probably seen us tweet it all the time. But I'm like, who approved? No, that? I didn't see that one. I'm gonna just make no comment on that. Yeah, I don't well, get myself into trouble. But they. On, on ESPN, they also did one last year where I think it was uh, Marcus, Johan- Marcus Johansson was on our team, and it just wrote Mark Johnson. Yeah. They didn't even have a picture of him. It just had the default like cut out like a shadow of a person. Yeah, they didn't know him, and then they also didn't know. Uh, I think Eric Sinek was yeah. just a question mark. <laughs> like question mark scored in fourteen twelve. It's like that's Joel Eric Sinek. Some of their bosses probably yelling. You got to put something out. Someone just yeah, scored for the wild. Uh, question mark. <laughs> It's, oh, that's awesome. The push notifications mm-hmm. from ESPN are awesome, too, because they yeah. screw those up. Not like once every now and then, like one in every 10 push notifications. It's like <laughs> end of overtime after the first period. Yeah. It's like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Like game, Game's over, I guess, guys. Yeah. See, but these things just make me feel better that I'm not the only one that Fs things up, uh, you know, on television. Yeah. No, but I mean, like it, <laughs> but like it, people don't understand there's a human element to right. it. Like there's so much going into these broadcasts and like 99.9% of the time, like the broadcast is flawless, yeah. you know, people, right. and people don't appreciate when it goes as expected. It's, it's, they only want to care when yeah. it's bad. It's that yeah. old dad in, in Farmington that, oh, I saw the graphic. It said, Dal- we're playing Dallas, but it showed a San Jose Shark logo. Like yeah. sh- it's like, yeah. oh, who cares? Wow, like, did that really hurt your day, didn't it? Yeah, man. That really now, knocked now you down kid, there, Bob. Now your kid can't be fat. Yeah. Oh gosh, man. He's not going to get that college degree. And we work with such great people at Bally that, you know, they take so much pride in their job. It's, you know, it's not just the people that are on air that, you know, feel the pressure of having to put on a a perfect show. I mean, I've been there. I've seen it with our graphics guys. If something gets typed in Mm -hmm. wrong or there's a, you know, misspelling Mm -hmm. or something, they feel awful because they take a lot of pride in it. And so, you know, and then like one of our graphics guys who's, you know, become a good buddy of mine. And he's like, I feel like an idiot. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who it is that typed that stuff mm-hmm. in. But I feel like I just ruined the show, even if it's just one little 
typographical error. They just, they feel that pressure. You know, it's, it's a, like you said, I mean, live television and stuff like that, everybody takes a whole lot of pride and everybody wants to be perfect. A lot of the times it is, but when it's not, it sucks. And then you just go home and you think about it all night. You're like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? And Well, you just don't let the, the people that are hating on it are people that have like no lives that that's all they want to (laughs) do. They hate us too. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Well, cause like at the, at the U of M I worked with online on like production stuff with like go for sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And whenever there was some sort of mistake, uh, from the play by play people, like I did a lot of play by play, did some replay operation stuff. And for like the streams on big 10 network plus, it wasn't on the main channel. Mm-hmm. We would get a forum on Gopher hole. You see that student broadcast. They fucked this up. <laughs> And, it's a bunch and, of kids. Yeah. And like they would dedicate it to it or like some little thing was wrong on the in-house because we would do some in-house stuff for football games. And if something was mistyped on the big screen at a gopher football game, it's on a forum on gopher hole. Yeah. And I would sometimes go on there and just laugh my ass off. Like yeah. you guys are spending your Sunday afternoon bitching about a, um, a typo at a gopher football game the day before. Yeah. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. As if nobody else has ever made a mistake at their job in their right. life, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. It's, Perfect. Yeah. It, it's bananas. Yeah. But um what would you say is your most embarrassing moment on television? Um <laughs> if you had one. I do have yeah. one. Um I mean it's not the worst thing in the world, but it was just like, what? Uh we were it was a wild game. And my producer got in my ear and was like, Hey, we're gonna do a quick promo for the Wolves game tonight. Uh, that it's, you know, over on the Plus channel. I said, okay. He's like, it's going to be a graphic of Rubio and I forget who else they were playing, you know, just some stats on there. I was like, okay, blah, blah. And so we come back and I'm like, you know, welcome back to Wild Live if you're looking for um, the Timberwolves, blah, blah. And I went to just kind of promo the game and I said, Marco Rubio and the Timberwolves, oh, like, because it was the election year, I guess. Oh, yes. And like, he popped in. I was like, and I didn't even catch it. Like, a lot of times I'll catch it if I make a stupid mistake like that. But, I, yeah, I called him Marco Rubio. And then I could feel my phone just like, bzz, 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 like, you know, the Twitter idiots that love to chirp me all the time. And then I saw it and I was like, did I really just say that? And my producer's like, oh, yeah, we were laughing our asses off down here. And so, like, I was like, why would I say, you know, because obviously I talk about Ricky Rubio all the time. Like, but, yeah, Marco came out. And I hate well, politics. Like, right. you know, and yeah. then, so that was dumb. The other day. Um, was it game two? No, game one. I called Ryan Mark during the pregame show. Didn't catch it at all. I had no idea until somebody told me and I was like, I did. And I guess like, you know, I mean, I'm used to working a lot of games with Mark Parrish, but I was also talking about Mark Andre Fleury. So I Mm -hmm. guess I went to say like, you know, so Ryan, blah, blah, blah. And I called him Mark and it didn't even click in my head. So that kind of, those things stink. I've had a couple other doozies I know that are out there, but yeah, that's the easy one is the Marco Rubio. Like... (laughs) I yeah. coincidentally, I think in like a, a journalism class, I literally was talking about the wolves. I was doing like a sports a story and I wrote Marco Rubio because it was during the election so you, year. Done yeah, that bit yeah too, because though. it was like you get these names in your head. Like Marco Rubio actually sounds like it rings better than Ricky. Than Rubio. Ricky yeah. So I'm just sitting there, Marco Rubio. Like, yeah. but it's no, it happens. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I don't think I got torn for it. Yeah. I almost had a really bad one. We were in uh, Kansas City and there was a rain delay. And, uh, so like, we were just like, you know, coming back out of a commercial break to let everybody know, like tarps still on the field, whatever. And so I said, you know, I was getting ready to say that mother nature getting involved in the game today. And I literally, the thing that wanted to come out of my mouth was mother something else. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, like, I almost caught myself. So it's like mother nature <laughs> yeah. getting, mother. And I was like, wow, I'm, I do. I curse that much that that's the first thing that like feels natural to come out of my mouth is mother 
effort. You like know, if, if you would have said it, yes. though, people could just be like, oh, yeah. she's just a passionate baseball fan. <laughs> yeah. and she's upset that we don't get to I'm watch the game today. It's raining. Yeah. And you can go into the lore with uh, with Burt by 11. Yeah. swearing on right. television. Right, right. The, so uh, you never want to become ranks. a YouTube sensation for the wrong reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you would have made a blooper reel for sure because you can yeah. type in sports reporters or reporter blooper reels, oh, and there's yeah. that all the time. Oh, yeah. And some are way ter- more terrible yeah. than just swearing, yeah. but you probably don't want to be put on that. Nothing can be as worse, as bad as the <laughs> as the. Uh, well, Tom Brennan. The whole was terrible. Tom Brennan timeline was pretty bad up until the apology. <laughs> That. Where he calls the Cassianos home run in the middle. <laughs> yeah, to myself, a man of faith is this ball's lifted the deep left field. This ball is gone. Like just, just yeah. strange. Yeah, that was. But that was I, I was, was actually you know worse than that though. The boom goes the dynamite guy. Like yep. God bless yeah. his soul. He's he's a hero though. <laughs> he really yeah. is. Yeah, butchering the whole time and boom goes the dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> Full recovery. That. He recovered it. He recovered it. <sighs> Yeah, I had a couple moments like that when I, because I started off like a lot of people in this business, you know, smaller market, you know, local sports anchor. I was working in Alabama and we did a Friday night football show. And, and then of course, like, you know, college basketball, or, uh, um, high school basketball highlights. And, and I was new and I had never lived in Alabama, you know, so you don't know these high school teams. You don't mm-hmm. know which mascot, you know, the colors and stuff like that. And somebody had completely, we were still on tape. That's how long ago this was and in how small market it was. We were still on tape. And so the guy who was literally feeding in all the ta- the tapes had messed up the order. And so I was calling highlights to the completely wrong game and because I didn't know that, you know, whatever high school is not purple and whatever color. And, and it was. <laughs> awful and then i finally like looked up and realized it and i was there's just no recovering because at that point right. i have my scripts and stuff and i did have a prompter um back then but with the tapes being out of order there's no way that you can recover so mm-hmm. i don't even remember what i did i think i literally just we're, we're having technical difficulties so i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you the scores of the night and i, yeah. I just like read them off you should have just told everybody to close their eyes <laughs> yeah and now it's like radio it's gonna yeah. be radio yeah. we're going radio here oh god yeah those there are some i'm sure there's a lot of moments that I've said. I'm, I'm sure there's things that I didn't even realize that I said on the air that were incredibly stupid. That for some reason people were nice to me that day and didn't rip me on social media about it. So, yeah. I'm sure well, just YouTube it. And I was, was uh, going to say you've had quite a few incredible stories from your uh, journalism time <laughs> that you told the one about us on our charity Soda Stream a couple years and ago. I feel like now that we have more viewers and listeners, I, I feel like I feel like you got to retell it because oh, that was like yeah. that's probably one of the best stories we've that ever was, heard. Yeah. Still. Still. That was good. Yeah, I'll try to make it as short as possible. So it was my first year here and um, I decided to go down to spring training um, just to kind of get to know the, the guys and get to know the team and just, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable than when the season started. So I went down to Fort Myers and the problem was that there was a wild game. I, it was a Sunday. And so I went straight from the XL Energy Center to the airport and I had, because it was so last minute uh, that I decided to do this, I was going to actually fly into Fort Lauderdale, stay there for the night, and then drive over from Fort Lauderdale over to Fort Myers in the morning. And so when I got to the airport, um, they were asking for people to give up their seats for, you know, for airline tickets or whatever. And I was like, well, I'll give mine up if you can get me on the Fort, the direct to Fort Myers flight. They're like, sure, not a problem. So that was easy, like made my life easier to fly direct into Fort Myers. Well, I'm on the airplane booking a new hotel room for that night and switching my rental car and all that, blah, blah. So I land in Fort Myers, the rental car uh, place all lost power. So there was like a two hour wait to get my rental car 
And it was a disaster. And then so I finally get the car, go to the hotel. The hotel didn't have any record of me booking this hotel room. And they didn't have availability. So I go to the hotel next door. No availability. I'm driving all around Fort Myers trying to find a hold. And keep in mind, at this point, it's like 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning. <clears throat> excuse me. And the clubhouse opens at 7.30 the next day. And it's the first time that I'm, you know, meeting anybody. And I'm like, I just need to shower and try to get some sleep, you know. And so I'm driving. I probably drove to like um, a ton of hotels. Oh, because the other key part of this was that my phone died and I left my charger. Oh, behind. yeah. Jeez. So I couldn't just like call places. So um, so I'm driving around and finally I, I pull into this one hotel, go into the front desk. There's like nobody at the front desk. Finally, this lady comes around and she's like, we have no availability. And I, I, at this point, I'm so frustrated. I started crying. <laughs> And she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, you can try like two down or two miles down the road. I'm like, okay. So I'm bawling. I'm so frustrated. I get in my car and I pull back out onto the main drag. And all of a sudden, police sirens and lights go off. And I'm just like, you've got <laughs> to be kidding me. Like, this is yeah. not what I need right now. So one car, police car pulls behind me. Another one comes up in front of me. And I'm just like, this is insane. So the cop, uh, the cop comes over. He's shining his flashlight. I'm a disheveled freaking mess. And he's like, can I have your license and res- registration? So I give him the paperwork that it's a rental car. And I go to open my wallet for my driver's license. And my license isn't in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. And I'm like, I can't find my license. And he's like, I can see it, ma'am. It's right there. And I'm like, no, that's my Tennessee license. He's like, where are you? You know, what do you mean? That's not your license. I was like, no, I moved. That's my old one. He goes, ma'am, do you know it's a considered a crime it's like a misdemeanor i guess whatever in, in florida they have two driver's licenses or something he's like um and he's like giving me a hard time whatever and he's like uh i can't remember if he was about to tell me to get out of the car but i remember him being like you need to calm down and like stop reaching for stuff and, like he was really nice about it but then he was like can you tell me like what's going on i'm like i just need to find a place to stay i'm sorry i'm having a horrible night and he's like what's going on? I'm like, I'm working and I, I'm panicking because I don't have a place to stay. And he's like, okay. And I forget the exact sequence, but finally he was like, you're working. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And he looks at me, he was like, okay. Uh, he's like, I'm going to need you to get out of the car or whatever. And so I'm so upset. And I said something, I'm like, I literally, it's like my first day at work tomorrow. And he's like, where, what do you do for a living? And I said, I work for Fox sports. I'm the new sideline reporter for the twins. And he's like, (laughs) Really? And I was like, I have my credential in my purse. I can show you. And he starts laughing. And I'm like, why is this funny? He's like, ma'am, he's like, we're doing a sting at the hotel that you just left. Uh, That's one of the top prostitution locations in in Florida. And we have a sting going. I'm like, you think I'm a hooker? I was like, it's hilarious now, but I just was like, oh my God, this guy literally thinks I'm a hooker. But I mean, I can see it because it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm upset. I still had all of my TV makeup on. My hair is done. I'm wearing like a dress. You know, I I guess, you know, maybe I give off that vibe. That's not really a good thing to say, but... He felt so bad. I mean, like, and he, he was like, I, I, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I hope you understand, you know, why we had to pull you over because you literally are leaving as we're doing this big, you know, And then you, did, you didn't have the license. You had a rental car. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't find my license. It's a rent. All of this stuff. It was just like perfect. Um, you know, 
all the everything lined up to be such a disaster. But he did feel awful. He's like, you're not in the best part of town. He's like, follow me. I'm going to drive you to a better place. You should be able to find a hotel. If you can't, literally, you can come to the station. If that's all you need is to, like, have a place to change your clothes and get ready in the morning. Like, you can, you know, we'll figure something out. He gave me a phone charger. Like, (laughs) he was so wonderful. He was very helpful. And he felt terrible. He was so embarrassed. And obviously, I was embarrassed, too. But so, yeah. that So, by the time I actually got into a hotel room, it was probably close to 3 o'clock in the morning. And the only hotel I could find was, like, 350 bucks a night. And I was in my hotel room for, like, three and a half hours yeah Yeah. and i i went to um went to the game the next day told dustin the story and he was dying laughing he's like that's awesome and then like two days later brian dozier comes over to me and i I literally again just just met all of the guys on the team brian dozier comes over to me puts his arm around me goes so i hear if this reporting gig doesn't work out you have a new career (laughs) and i was like and i immediately looked at dustin and dustin's in the corner laughing he's so proud of himself that i was like shut up brian that's how i knew from then on brian and i would be buds so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was hmm, yeah that's just a hooker (laughs) the stories still get brought up um, oh, we just brought yeah. it up. Well, I, well yeah, yeah. Fr- within, I guess, from, I don't know, yeah. players some or the, anybody. Yeah, some of the beat reporters will, you know, especially when a lot of the new reporters started, like with Betsy and Doe and all them, mm-hmm. Dan, they didn't know the story. I can't remember if it was Lavelle or Phil. One of those guys somehow, like, brought it up, you know, and I forget who it was. And how they said it, but something just like, well, you know, at least you're not a hooker. And like somebody, you know, and like Betsy's like, wait, what? And they're like, oh, you got to tell the story. Uh, and I was like, yeah, go. here we go. You know, but a lot of the guys um, from that team are gone. Like, because Esky yeah. knew all about it. He would tease me about it. Brian would tease me about it. Yeah, most of them are gone. So, yeah, that was a great start to my twins career. Well, we're glad to, uh, you know restart yeah. that the bring it, all back bring it back the story all the and lovely memories those are the kind of stories though that all you can do is just laugh about oh, yeah. it now because you're like well now. it happened and like now i can use it as like a conversation starter because yeah. you yeah. tell that story at any party you're gonna get everybody to laugh yeah. their ass off yeah just like me passing out a woman's bathroom in right. uptown right there you hey. go. Shit, that that kind of shit happens stuff's happened to you cam we've seen, no stuff's happened with you but <sighs> not i don't know if that bathroom uh, did you pass out in uh, it was at Williams Peanuts oh, Bar. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. Just say it started as a work party at Pinstripes in Edina and ended there and mm. just was like a TV going on and off. Don't remember anything. Don't know why I was in there. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. I've never passed out in a bathroom at a bar, though. I don't know. Oh. At least I don't think. Jake's cousin's bathroom experience. Oh, yeah. I, I've <laughs> oh, only geez. I've only passed out at a bar on my twenty first birthday, and I'm like, well, that's allowed. I think. Yeah, yeah. twenty one. But after yeah. that, it's just it's straight up embarrassing. Which this happened after I was twenty one. So yeah, no, I've done plenty of embarrassing things after twenty one as oh, well. Oh, my twenty first birthday was a disaster, and I lived in a sorority house, and I obviously drank a lot. And there's a video. I would love to have it now because I do think it's funny. Um, I was in my bed and my sorority sisters were taking care of me and I, I wasn't that sick but they put a garbage can there just in case whatever but they came back in and I was like leaning on the side of my bed and singing the Hannah Montana theme <laughs> oh, yeah. song that's a banger though like, yes. I, banger. 21 years old I didn't watch Hannah Montana how did I even know the theme song but I was just laying there in my bed singing that song at the top of my lungs for some reason I, I would love to know why that is what I thought would be a good good song to sing at two o'clock. See, but you got great friends though. My friends on my twenty first birthday, back in the the iPhone days with touch print, they broke into my phone oh, no. and swiped right on everybody on oh. Tinder, mm-hmm. and I was getting a lot of messages. 
from women that I had not swiped right on the night before. <laughs> I was very confused. And then I was like, oh, my friends essentially hijacked my phone oh. with my unconscious body. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So at least you had good friends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It could have been worse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like in Vegas. Oh, 21. Uh, in Vegas, I was looking back at video. When we back, just in March, uh, about a little over a month, almost two months ago now, I remember looking back at videos the week we came back i'm like i don't remember taking this we're running around in the hot tub and I, I just got this phone and i was like taking pictures in the hot tub of like all of us taking videos i uh, i have no idea how that phone didn't drop yeah. and i didn't lose it jake thought he was michael phelps in the hot tub he was oh. like doing like a freestyle lifeguards come over and keep yelling at him sorry you're you cannot swim in the hot tub don't remember that first off that's disgusting second yeah. second off you're gonna you're gonna fucking drown you're blacked out like they, they don't want people swimming bad. in that pool that was the day I puked in the casino. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, nice. not even, was heading to so the bathroom. You can be you can be like yeah. your twenty first birthday when you're twenty five, as long mm-hmm. as you're in Las Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, yeah, oh Vegas. It's been a while since I've been there. I would like to go back. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like a once a year thing. Yeah. Honestly, maybe <laughs> that can sometimes be too much. We went twice last year, and we've we've talked about it on this show before. But we're we've been. That was we went twice in like a matter of a few months, and yeah. that was almost too much. Yeah, well, the second was, time we went with the power, trip, yeah, because oh, Carly yeah. Zucker roped us yeah. into it. So yeah, we had to go. We, we had to go. We still had fun, but like when we got back, we're like, bro, I'm I'm the first trip from March is hitting me. Now Burn that town to the ground right yeah. now. So it's yeah. just. I w- I keep saying one of these days I'm gonna be like considered cool enough to get invited with the power trip to go to Vegas. I think that'd be fun. I'm working my yeah. way in there right. little by little. We'll right. Be, but we'll see. Well, is, didn't you join I, them on the initials game? Yeah, twice yeah. now. Yeah. Is that as hard as it seems? It's very I feel hard. like it's hard. Like, yeah, I can't, and you I know, it's know. like you sit at home or, you know, in your car when you're listening at home, you're like, oh, I totally would have crushed it. You know, I got this one or that one. When you're there and, you know, you got the headset on and the pressure and stuff, it's terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You get like, you get kind of focused in on something that you think is possible. Like the, so the last time I played was um, FR. And for some reason, the first thing that popped into my head was free radicals. And I'm like, that would totally be a Corey thing because it's like the real definition of free radicals, you know, like whatever science mm-hmm. related, but it's a band too, right? Yeah. So it could like totally throw you off. And then front runner popped into my head. And so then you're hearing all these other clues and you're like, could that be free radicals? Right. Could mm-hmm. that be front runner? And then you totally whiff on all of like the most obvious things. So yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a lot of pressure. But I have five points over two, two games, three in the first one, two in the second. So I'll take it. But I am so determined to win one of these days. That's a hard game. We've played yeah, it. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I f- after I played that game, I'm like, I don't know anything. I thought I knew everything. I, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I haven't even scratched the surface yeah. of this, just this two, life yet. Just two initials. Like, yeah. Why yeah, can't I figure this letters. out? Yeah. And the worst is when it's like a political figure or historical oh, yeah. figure. I'm, I'm, and you I'm, live on I'm, I'm like, screwed. there's Who is out. that person? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you watch someone play Jeopardy and you're like, how do you know who these people are? Yeah. Did you yeah. guys watch Doe, the beat reporter for, or the MLB.com reporter for the Twins was on Jeopardy? No, oh, I did not oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Have you guys ever met Doe? He's great. Uh, He's I don't think awesome. so. No. Um, yeah, he was on Jeopardy, I don't know, a couple months ago. It's on YouTube. You should watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things I always laugh because like, I forget exactly what his degree's in. It's either like micromolecular, I can't even say it, um, biology, or he might have been like civil engineering or something like that. Um, what some whatever crazy something intelligent genius yeah. from Stanford, yeah. and yet he's the you know like MLB.com reporter huh. for the Twins, and uh, he always makes fun of himself. You know that his family always was like, "Oh, you're going to be a doctor, or, you know, an engineer, or whatever it is," and you know he's a beat reporter, and uh, and he's so good, right? Yeah. I mean, like reading his stuff is so ridiculous, but he is 
freakishly smart. And yeah, he went on Jeopardy. And uh, he had to go up against, um, I now I'm going to blank on her name, the woman who went, won like a bazillion and a half straight. And so he was against her. And but he did really, really well. And yes, yeah, so you should watch it because it will make yeah. you feel really dumb. Because mm-hmm. I sat there and I was like, I don't even know what that word means. And he even like, the ones that right are for a hundred aren't easy. It's no. like that's it's it should be like what color is a fire truck? Like yeah. that should be a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then versus like, oh, it's a hundred dollars. I, I I can get this in year nineteen eighty two A D. This and group I, conquered and then, and then I'm like, the Romans. No, unless the answer is Jesus Christ, I don't know it. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know it. No idea. Yeah. I, I can always tell feel you. dumb when I'm around. Doe, because he's just brilliantly smart, and he's such a good kid, a nice guy. But yeah, you should watch it if you get a sec. No, yeah, it'll make me. That. Hopefully, I'll get a little smarter from it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah you learn but, a thing or two. Yeah. But I know you have like some hobbies and talents outside of what you do. I I know you play the violin. I think you had yep. mentioned that before. What's the most complex song? Can you play "Through the Fire and the Flames" on violin? <laughs> what song is that? That's from Guitar Hero. It's the 3. hardest song. Uh, it's the hardest song. <laughs> on Guitar like, Hero. It's, uh, the no. Devil Went Down to Georgia, though, is is a really tough song yeah, on the violin. That was a yeah. request. Everybody was getting me uh, trying to get me to learn that during COVID. I started trying it. It is tough. It's I mean I can kind of half-ass it. Um, I love playing the violin part to Ants Marching from Dave Matthews Band, even though it's like super mm-hmm. simple. Um, is that the right song? Right? Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. If I'm thinking, of the I right just one, it yeah. came out of my mouth. I was like, wait, that's the right one. Um, no, I mean I grew up playing classical violin, so uh, I mean I started playing when I was two and a half. I don't play as much as I would like to mm-hmm. um but yeah that was that was one of the things about covid right everybody mm-hmm. had to find something to do to keep yeah. yourself entertained so yeah I, I started playing my violin again but um yeah it's a good time it's a very random thing i know most people I, most people are shocked They're like you play the violin that's very weird but yeah that's more musical instruments than i play mm-hmm. <laughs> i was a music geek in high school i mean I, I was in choir band and orchestra so well at least like stretch. during during covid you got to like get back into that a little bit. Like during COVID, I just got drunk and watched all the American pie movies with my roommates. <laughs> I should have like taught myself a new skill or, or done something productive, but uh, yeah. instead I'm like, all right, we're going to drink a case of beer a night because we work from home now. And like, this is like cool. And then we're going to watch an American pie movie every night. Turns off. There's all these mm-hmm. spinoffs and mm-hmm. shit. Did you watch a re- uh, reunion? American we reunion? did. Yeah. We watched that one. They're on all. That. Oh, I really? Went, yeah. yeah Cause I lived oh, in wow. Atlanta. I did uh, production when I was unemployed for a while. Yeah. I worked on uh, that. I worked on walking dead. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. I used to work on family feud. You know, that was, that's what like, kind of stuff did you do for that? Um, uh, those, I was just literally like helping out with extra casting. And then like, sometimes I'd actually do the extra work. So you can actually see me a couple times in American reunion, but I was just like checking all the extras in. And like with Walking Dead, I helped on wardrobe one day. Um, oh, one nice. day on American Reunion, I was just like, a, again, just like a pair of hands. I had to walk around and put, um, you know, those are like plastic things that you put on like chair legs so that they don't scratch the yeah. floor or whatever. I had to go around and put all of those little caps on all of the girls, the extras heels because the heels were clinking too was, much on oh, the gym yeah. floor. Yep. So I was just walking around. That was my job. That's what I did that day was putting plastic caps on girls' shoes or shoes and stuff. Yeah. Very random. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. And then like with family feud i was a audience uh coordinator so i would uh, file everybody in the audience because you can't make sh- you know you have to make sure that no people are wearing like you know sitting next to each other wearing red shirts or you know there's not um somebody wearing a shirt with a logo that's in a screen yeah you don't want anyone to stick out like no yeah. yeah so it's actually steve harvey that um i i always say he changed my life he's the reason i got back into broadcasting he kicked my butt back into gear so i'm always forever grateful to steve harvey he was a cool cool guy to work he's for. got he's got he's, some awesome things to say i don't know if you if you've ever listened to any of like his motivational speeches mm-hmm. they're incredible yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he was talking to the audience um, during a commercial break one day, and somebody asked him 
about, you know, advice, what's the best advice he ever got and or gives or whatever. And he went on this kind of rant about, you know, everybody thinks that it's really smart to have a plan B and like a backup plan because then, you know, you just kind of have this like comfort level of, okay, if I fail at this, at least I've got something else to fall back on. He's like, but it's actually the worst thing you can do because you're self, uh, you're subconsciously telling yourself that it's okay to settle for something less than your ultimate dream. And I was sitting there, I had my headset on and my walkie talkie and I just went, fuck and I, yeah. and I literally part of my language i just said that to everybody on my crew and they're huh. like what i'm like i feel like he's talking to me right now like mm-hmm. he's preaching to me because i'm not you know going after my dream so that night i went home and i wrote him a note and i gave it to his assistant the next day and then i get beeped on my headset and it's like audra steve wants to talk to you and i'm like oh my god what did i do you know and so i go backstage and he comes out of his dressing room he's got the note in his hand he's like all right Tell me what's going on. Like, what is it that you want to do? And I'm like, well, I want to be a sports, you know, sports journalist, sports broadcaster. And he was like, really? He's like, that's awesome. He's like, that. so do it. Why aren't yeah. you doing it? He's like, why do you work here? And I'm like, Steve, I love working here. This is this the mm-hmm. best job? He's like, that's not what I asked. Why do you work here? And I was like, uh, because you're my plan B. And he's like, yeah, I am nobody's backup plan. I'm not going to be your safety net. He's like, I'll give you some time. He's like, but if you're here next year, I will fire you. Because if wow. I don't, Ooh, wow. he's like, because yeah, like, if I don't, he's like, you won't go after it. And I'm like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. That night I went home and I worked on my resume tape. I sent my resume, and my demo out to every sports job that was available in the country. I even applied for a job in Anchorage, Alaska. And then I ultimately ended up getting the job in Huntsville, Alabama. So I had to go back and quit. Family feud and Steve gave me a big hug. He was pretty proud. And then it was actually really cool. A couple of years later when I had moved and I was working in Nashville, um, Nashville Sports and Entertainment Magazine did an article about me. And I inc- I told the reporter that story and he included it in the article. And so I drove from Nashville back to Atlanta and I I went to a taping of uh, Family Feud and I gave Steve the the magazine. He made me autograph it and he kept it. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I never knew that that's about insane. you. That's that's yeah. inspiring as shit. Yeah, God, I love Steve Harvey just He's from watching best. him on Family yeah. Feud. You should get. He needs to come make him a wild fan. He needs to come right. up here. You need to at least interview him, or he needs to do let's play hockey or something. Oh, oh can you imagine that? that? Insane. I, I know he doesn't have like a tie to Minnesota, but yeah. like I mean, yeah. he He's does got the energy. He's yeah, got the yeah. energy there. I could literally, I and I do this, it's embarrassing, but I still will watch like just the clips of funny things on Family yeah. Feud for hours and it doesn't get old. I just well, sit there and just pee my pants laughing so hard. His, uh, I mean, I don't know if he would like talk, like I, I would see some of the, the moments where they would say the most atrocious answer, yeah. the most crazy answer that makes no, absolutely no sense and he just sits there and stares yeah, at it. Yeah, it's the funniest <laughs> shit. I know that's what I was about to say. Yeah. His reaction to just the weird people that roll yeah. through. Oh, yeah. Just and like, they start clapping. Yeah, no, it's a real answer. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Let me tell you, that was such a fun job. I mean, it was stressful in a lot of ways. We would shoot uh, sometimes up to six episodes a day. Yeah. And, you know, it's 22 minutes of content on the actual show that airs, but we would, sometimes they would take like an hour and a half to film because Steve would talk so much and laugh mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and interact with the audience and things like that some of the stuff that would come out of his mouth and yeah like some of the my favorite is the one like what is a what uh what is something that a robber doesn't want to see when he walks into a house yeah. naked grandma <laughs> have you seen that one it is the yeah. best and then oh, he just the stops and he's uh, like what what <laughs> yeah Oh man! And he's like, "Well, I guess yeah. show me naked grandma." Yeah, and it turns around and it's occupant, yeah. and, and then, like, then he stares even again. Really? Yeah, he's like, well, he's like so occupant is naked grandma. Okay, yeah. There wow. was that one where he like slapped that guy because he was like staring at that other woman who was wearing like kind of a revealing shirt or something <laughs> like that. I don't think I saw and, that and he was like staring. He made like a like a row row row, and he like slapped her. He's like, "Man, you got a wife over there." <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. It was a uh, oh man. Uh, 
just yeah. just classic. Yeah, was, yeah. There were some good moments. Well, that's yeah. insane. Steve Harvey is the reason you're in Minnesota. Yep, yep. that's I incredible. Owe, I owe him a lot. Yep. Wow. So, kind of going back to Bally Sports, mm-hmm. like you don't have to answer this if 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 you're like legally not able to, mm-hmm. but like. When they changed from Fox Sports to Bally Sports, mm-hmm. did that impact like a lot of stuff, or was it literally just like, oh, we got a new name now? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, okay. it changed like the graphics packages and and uh, things like that. But from how we go about doing things, no, it didn't change at all. It was a pretty, pretty easy transition. Um, it took a little bit. I, I, I'm sure I probably a, cu- a couple times said, you know, here on Fox, no, Bally, you know, like having yeah. to get used to the name was probably to the hardest part, but now everything else would pretty much stay the same. Well, and because Bally, Bally's a casino, right? Mm-hmm. They're like a gaming company. Yeah. Do, do they do they try to encourage you guys to talk more about, I know sports betting is not legal here, obviously, yeah. but there's a lot of people who love it. Yeah. Have they been trying to push kind of more of that or? No, not they really. Kind of I mean, we've that? done, um, we have that thing now called Bally Breakaway where you can guess the games, hockey games and the total goal scored, you know, to, to uh, win money or whatever. That's really about all we do as far as gambling. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it does change. I mean, if it becomes legal here in Minnesota, I, I can see that becoming more of a um, a part of the broadcast and right. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know it to you know to what extent. Um, if if it does, I'm gonna have to do some studying because I'm not a gambler. I play craps. That's all mm-hmm. I do in terms of gambling. But like sports gambling when everybody's like talking like the money line and all that i'm like I don't know. well yeah i was gonna yeah. say it goes we're, right over my head we're <laughs> we're, we're daily degenerates so yeah. if you need any help you come to us Good. Ooh, we got you thank you might not give you the best picks but we'll give you our right ones yeah. we'll give you we'll give you the, the, uh, the bias the, the right picks not the best ones yeah the right ones <laughs> yeah. and we'll oh yeah the bias a lot yeah. we try to say we, we're not homers but a lot of them are just homer I bet picks. on the wild every time no but then we try to talk our way in no this is why we try to un- justify it it's like a no, neutral perspective no it. and it's like yeah no i'm yeah. betting on them because i like the wild yeah. and i don't want to bet against yeah. them but yeah. but but as they have they pushed you to do smelling salts um, I Trevor Plouffe made me do them when he was with the twins, and I had never smelled that. Oh my god, terrifying! Ugh. But no, no, they, why is that? Y'all, did you guys do smelling well, salts before we, the show we, all the time? No, we want to though. But <laughs> the issue is, is yeah, you, you can't buy the capsules no. anymore. I don't know what happened. If I think like some kid ate one, and now they now they're like capsulists, so you have to like you just have to take the bottle of it. But so yeah, smelling salts are hilarious. It's, yeah, I never understood that i think it's just because like athletes do it so it's like it it gives you like a boost like people's reactions stupid face and we uh well because we had like a tin of them we brought them out to our charity hockey tournament the minnesotan cup where ryan carter was actually playing in on one of the other teams and we brought a bunch out there i think a bunch of us were doing a lot of them out there and we sucked but (laughs) we did a lot of smelling salts but and then we we had some left over and we did them before a couple of shows a few months ago and we're like we gotta get more of these (laughs) are we addicted we did one of the meat sauce like hey do you you want the smelling salt and he's like sure i love these things let's do it (laughs) i used to do these in the morning all the time but i'm like i'm scared if we get up like we've been talking like billy's the company billy's i think they have kind of they're like a smelling salt company and make some other products and we're like yeah if we partner with them is this gonna be dangerous or beneficial we start getting <laughs> I think more a smelling bit, salt i think a little bit of both, ah. both yeah 
But and then we did one at the XL Energy Center once too. Oh. Uh, like when I went on the ice, uh, I, I got on the ice as one of the Zamboni riders. Yeah, and I was just wearing the Kirk Cousins jersey. Nice. Uh, it was just kind of a bit. And the guy behind us like knew who I was or knew we were from like 10K. He's like, here, here's a smelling salt. <laughs> just need to see a video of it before the end of the game on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Deal. So, yeah, I'm 100% in, man. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. It's weird. I'm like, are we like exchanging drugs on the ice yeah. right now? Yeah. But even though it's not, it's legal. <laughs> right. But. I love it. I just tell you guys I love that you guys have that as a poster. It's, oh, it's Billy like, G, yeah. yeah. Is that not the greatest line ever? It, it really is, and best. and the fact too, like they, the my buddy runs Elite Inc. who yeah. does all that stuff, and he took a picture of Billy signing it, and he was smiling, and I'm like, how did he react to it? And he's like, he just would not stop laughing, yeah. and he immediately took a picture and sent it to his yeah. wife. Ah, oh, it's so, the best. We've had we've yeah. had people reach out to us and are like, I will pay you thousands of dollars for that, and we're like, nope, yeah, no, priceless, that, that's no, that's awesome. priceless. Yeah. And then we had these Billy Goat shirts. Yep. This is about fucking winning, and, and yeah. Bill Guerin's wife bought like ten or twelve of yeah, them. Really? Like he, said, yeah. he said that on the show with Russo and Lapanta because a bunch of fans were wearing them, and they go, "Yeah, Billy, what do you think of this shirt?" He goes, well, "My wife bought like ten of them." We're like, That's "All right, so awesome!" But yeah. just so much t-shirt worthy stuff. Were you at Were you at the game uh, when Ryan Hartman flipped off of Vander Kane? Uh, were you working that? I was right, or was I? I think was that, that was a local no, game. Was I think it was Bally Sports yeah, game. Yeah, you know what? I think that was, was it national. Or, I think that was a was, Dallas game, so I think it was a national broadcast. I mean, oh. It was, well, it was against oh, Edmonton. Maybe we were Edmonton. in Edmonton. No, I, so were we? I was. No, I was working that game. I think it was yeah. at, in St. Paul. He's wearing the home jersey, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. yeah he's wearing green. So yeah, yeah it was at home. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Evander Kane. Oh, but, how did I forget that part? But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I must have been working it. Oh, every all these games are blending together. I know. I know. So you know it's been 80, a long season. At least oh, it's yeah. not like the 2020 season where it's like, all right, well, we're either playing Vegas, San Jose, Anaheim, or yeah. games canceled or, or postponed. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We were like we were practically a part of the Pacific Division, right? Because yeah. they, they blocked off everything. Yeah. You had to play the same teams yeah. every five. That's what yeah. it was really bloody. It's like we well yeah. remember that game against the Knights. Which of the thirty in the last month? Yeah. 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 Let's play this game at ten o'clock again. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It, what's like the transition like from hockey to baseball? I know this time of year probably gets yeah. weird when you're doing yeah. both. It's tough. It's um. So like this is another busy stretch. So I worked um wild on. Again, the days are running together. So I worked wild on Friday, twins on Saturday, wild on Sunday. Today's a off day for both. Thank God. Um, and then so wild tomorrow, twins on Wednesday, wild on Thursday, twins on Friday, every other day. And it's tough because you get, you know, it's it's hard to then go, you know, to the twins game, especially if they're playing simultaneously at the same time the twins or the wild are playing because I want to watch the right. game, obviously, the night before. So I get home late from the wild game and then I want to watch the twins game on my DVR and at that point it's like 12:45 and like yeah. that happened the other day it was you know Saturday was a day game so I got home at 12:45 from the wild game tried to watch the twins game was awake till like 2:45 3 o'clock in the morning and had to be up for work at 6:30 I was exhausted the whole the next day so it's tough to keep up with both you know it's not so much I'm used to working, you know, six, seven. Sometimes I work like 20 days straight with the twins and it's right. fine. Um, it's the switching back and forth that is tough because mm -hmm. then you feel like you're missing things. You feel like you don't have a good grasp on everything mm -hmm. that's going on behind the scenes. You know, you walk back into the clubhouse the first time and you're like, okay, I know the twins are playing well, but when you're not there and you're not talking to the guys every single day, you just feel like you're kind of disconnected. And so that's, that's tough. Um, but hockey and baseball have always been my two favorite sports. So that's why I like I feel like I have to pinch myself all the time because this ultimately is my dream job. Um, 
but you know, you feel like you are doing a disservice to your job when you can't be there every single day. Um, and so it's tough, but right now it's tricky because it's like obviously I want the wild to keep winning and mm-hmm. keep playing but I'm also really lo- looking forward to you know being with the twins full-time you know every game so it's tough it's always weird people always ask me what I like better and it's funny like when hockey season is wrapping up I'm like I don't want it to end mm-hmm. you know and I don't I'm not, I'm not ready to switch to baseball and then baseball gets going and I'm obsessed and then like I'm like I don't want hockey to start yet you know I don't mm-hmm. want baseball to end but it's so I'm like, why? Well, I, I guess that's just proof of how blessed I am, how lucky I am, mm-hmm. um, because I do love these sports, and both organizations are fantastic to work with. Um, but I, yeah, I get bummed out every time one season ends, and then it's just a cycle over and over again. I feel like my brain would start getting scattered with terms. Like, I if I went from the base baseball game to the the hockey game, and like Luis Arias scored on the power uh, play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Karol Kaprizov had three home runs today, uh, two base hits, yeah. a goal. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Uh, yeah, it just gets so confused. Yeah, I I messed up a couple times. I jumped in and uh, filled in for Katie Storm uh, this last weekend hosting Twins Live, and I don't ever mm-hmm. host Twins Live. Um, and so I was in the studio with Glenn Perkins, and twice I said, you know, and, and then, you know, hoping for a big win tomorrow night for the wild you know the twins darn it like yeah. I, I almost ryan made it. uh glenn yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. No. but that's gotta be i would hope though difficult. twins fans also want the wild to win so yeah that's not the worst group yeah, yeah. yeah come on like yeah. it, you can't there your rarity of like no i'm only a twins fan i'm not a wild fan i don't yeah. want the wild to win i only want the twins to win yeah. hate hockey yeah it's people there's yeah. people like that oh, obviously yeah, that go sure. after it yeah but you're in uh you're a chicago native mm-hmm. correct so have you come to like Minnesota more than your hometown? And w- so that's a yes. Yeah, that's a yeah. I mean, no knock on Chicago. Right. No. Chicago's yeah. a great city. Yeah. Um, I just, I was never really a big fan of huge cities. Mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. New York. I don't like LA. Um, I loved, you know, I mean, I've, I've moved around so much. I mean, I went to college in Orlando. I lived in Atlanta, Huntsville, Nashville, and then here. Um, and I'm obsessed with Minnesota. And I really mean it. I'm not just trying to suck up to everybody and get mm. everybody to like me. Um, but I love it. So, I mean, there's nothing better than the summer up here. Yeah. Like, being out on the lake and everything. And people really are nice. I mean, I know there's the Minnesota nice to your face, you know, not so much behind your back kind of thing. But I really genuinely feel like people up here are, are so welcoming mm. and really nice. And, um, yeah, I if it, was, if it was up to me, I would be here forever you know people ask me that a lot like oh when are we gonna lose you to a national network i you know i've turned down a job at a bigger network market a couple years ago and i have no regrets of doing that mm-hmm. um because i'm obsessed with being here i like being part of a team you know at a community and an organization and kind of like being um i don't know i like having a i guess like a role in making sure the fans kind of know the behind the scenes things of their one team. You know, when you bounce around at a national network, you know, you're covering all these different teams all the time. You don't have that same connection to the fan base, to the the team, the organization. Um, and I love telling the stories about these teams, you know, to the fans who are so dedicated. So I love this job. It was up to me. I'd be here for a lot longer. You know, I don't control that ultimately, but um, hopefully they'll keep me around for a while. Cause I do really, really love it here. Let me guess, you turned down to be host of the Family Feud. <laughs> Steve Harvey was thinking about retiring. Yeah, that, 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 yes. might be, no. that might be uh, hard to turn down. Yeah. That was, no, no. That, was, that was not the case. No. If, uh, if, if you want to get that long-term contract, I'd just hire Kirill Kaprizov's agent because right? it's apparently, he's his, serious apparently his business. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy's yeah. a stickler. He's probably from, if he's from Russia too, I yeah. feel like very intimidating. Yeah, right. You, you will get anything you want, yeah. any contract, yeah. anything yeah. you want. I think yeah. Billy G said his agent is... I might have been wrong on the story, but he's like an ex, uh, like 
CIA in Russia guy, like KGB guy or something. Yeah. KGB. His, his agent Ugh. is just a hard ass. Yeah. yeah. I'd be terrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrified. Who are you? I'm Kirill's, uh, Kirill's agent. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're going to bug my house or like, like what's yeah. next here? Uh, no, just try to negotiate a contract. Okay. Okay. Is that code for something? You, what are you going to do to me? Yeah, no. You just turn me into a sleeper agent? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Kirill. What an incredible player. Holy cow. Kirill? Yeah. Have you the gotten Kirill. the chance to talk to him? Uh, no. No. I wish. Um, I mean, yeah, especially like last year, you know, we really weren't allowed into the uh, into the locker room really at all. And this year, I mean, now obviously the access is a little different, um, mm-hmm. but you know, at practices and stuff like that, you know, he doesn't really talk to the media a lot because of, you know, the, mm-hmm. the language. Right. Issue yeah. or whatever. So any, any time I've ever seen him, it's really just kind of been in passing. Um, but man, is he fun to watch? Yeah. He's insane. His whole team is fun. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, this season was incredible. Yeah. Uh, of, hope it continues. I know. Right. No. I mean, well, out of the, uh, speaking of like players out of the, out of the players on this current roster, mm-hmm. who has been the, the best one or funniest guy to talk with that you have spoken with? Um, I mean, they're all great. And I always feel bad when people ask me this question because it's not that I am, you know, that I dislike anybody on the team, but I am definitely a proud member of the Marcus Felino fan club. It has he's to just, be. Yes, has uh, to be. He's a wonderful person. Um, and obviously he's a great player, mm-hmm. great leader. Um, but I'm a, I'm really a big fan of people who are just genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. And Marcus is a great guy. Um so yeah, it's impossible to not root for him. I was so glad that they gave him an A. I think he deserves it 110. percent um, And I just love seeing how much he, his his game and his you know his career has kind of exploded here over the last couple of years. I mean, when, he, when they brought him here, like he was a good player, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like, think about him coming over from Buffalo, and I think people are like, okay, cool, like Marcus Foligno. Well, he really came with. Like, Came with Tyler Ennis. People <laughs> yeah, weren't even thinking anything about it. Yeah, really. and, you yeah. know, I think people were just like, okay, cool. Like, he's a good player. Like, we'll see what happens. And now I think it's a point where people would be devastated if he wasn't Big here, time. You well, know? When, when he had that knee-to-knee thing against Colorado, oh, like, some people God. were like, all right, well, we lost the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not even going to watch yeah. now. That, I, like, that's how essential he is. That, I, whole, I, that, I that entire so line. defeated. <laughs> yeah. So deflated after that. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. So, holy cow, did they dodge a bullet. But I, I don't think he's – I'm sure he's still feeling it. I mean, obviously yeah. – yeah, for sure. He mm-hmm. said he's not, you know, hundred percent, but it's incredible. That week, I think we had like six starters out, and I was like, okay, so the playoffs are next week. Like, yeah. are we fucked, or what's yeah. what's the story here? Somehow they're all playing. Yeah. Thankfully, Zuccarello came yeah. back, which was huge. Yeah. Dumba came back. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that could have been bad. Yeah, it's a special but, group. Yeah, it's, um... you know what's special? Going back to the graphic, when three of the five people on it for like top point scores and franchise from history the are from are this from the season. season. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, that has to be a I sign, right? I, I mean, I it, cause like people like I'm, I'm, I've fallen on the, the more the pessimist side of just being like the cautious, the cautious person. Well, yeah. we've been here before in the first round, we consistently lose, but this team is so much different when you look at the, the stats and everything, but it's just crazy to me. No one has been able to surpass Marion Gabrick for almost, yeah. you know, what, 15 years. Yeah. Right. Especially, and finally, 12, especially 12 year old Marion Gabrick. Yeah. Too. Well, it was yeah. funny. <laughs> Not even, no. Yeah. You see, you see like 12 year old Marion Gabrick on there. You see Kaprizov, like Fiala. And then I forgot. I thought there was another player from this, this uh, Zuccarello. Zuccarello. Yeah. And then it was like Brian Rolston with his yeah. goatee from yeah. 2006. Yeah. It's like, we've had a group yeah. of characters on yeah. these teams over the years. Yeah. It's just been incredible. I feel like I've, um, repeated myself so much and I feel like it gets old saying it over and over again, but it doesn't like how often I would say, 
so-and-so having a career year, so-and-so having a career year. Like, I mean, literally, I don't remember how many they ultimately ended up. I mean, there was, what, five guys who had career years and goals, assists, and mm-hmm. points, you know, mm-hmm. and just about everybody had some sort of new career best. Um, I just, holy Toledo. I, I just, this season was, I, I had a feeling they were going to be good, right? We all knew that they would be good. But I didn't think that we would see the amount of records being broken and the personal best, the team best, things like that to the extreme that we we have this year. But even like I keep realizing I keep like stretching and I'm leaning back for the microphone. So I'm I'm messing up the audio levels. And then like to cap off all of that, like Billy G is he's had a career year. Like as a GM, like Yeah, can he get the MVP award? I mean like like, the the trade the stuff he did at the deadline saved the team because he doesn't give a shit. It was awful. Like those like that after that Canada trip, how we were losing for like a month straight mm-hmm. at the deadline. Like he got gets Tyson Yost. I'm a UND guy, so okay. of course I was a sucker for him. Mm-hmm. And then like Middleton and Delorier. It's like, where did he find these right. guys? I know. How great are just they? these, like, just right? these animals. I, like yeah. it's, but they're both like incredibly talented yeah. hockey players. Yeah. Jacob Middleton is 26 years old. Yeah. How? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. He's, he's more like, of a man than I'll ever be. He's like, um, I'm like, I said, I'm going to be 26 this week, and literally he's my age, age. Yeah. and he looks like he's almost 40. <laughs> he can grow. He's going to grow more facial hair than I ever could in my entire life. It's almost like you want to pay him to like chop some wood in your backyard. Yeah, I know. And then you and then you like want to fix my car and yeah. then like fix my house. And then if I for whatever reason get into a weird find myself in a drunken situation at a bar where I said too many words to a guy twice my size, I called Delorier. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. He's He'll be there. In a bar fight. Dude, that oh. first game of his, like, just right off the get-go, you could tell everyone's like, yep, I'm obsessed with that guy. When he yeah. drank, awesome. drank Carlson out the of the crease. The greatest thing I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Who the like, fuck is oh, this guy? He yeah. also, I think he scored a goal that game, yeah. too, and just had the greatest yeah. celly. Oh, oh, man. The best is, like, Carlson's face was like, are you is this happening? Like, like, yeah. He's dragging really me right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, come on, like, it's like, go. there's just been too many things that have happened this year. Yeah. It's like, we can't, can't stop here. You can't just lose in the first there's round. There's nothing this, better though than the, uh, the home opener against the Jets. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I even said that to West, like on the post game show, that it's always like the most, um, I guess like high pressure moment of trying to figure out what it is that I want to say, um, to start the show. You know, when we were rolling video, you're trying to think of something mm-hmm. creative to say, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't even know what to say. You know, and then we come on camera and I'm like, you know, welcome to Wild Live with Wes Walls. I'm Audra Martin. And I and I literally just looked at Wes. I said, I don't know what to say right now. I have mm-hmm. no words to sum up what the hell just happened. Like, yeah. I, I have no go. Wes, say something. Because I got nothing. Like, are you talking about the Superman punch? Was that the Superman punch? Yeah. The yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like every. The, Turned into like the a full on brawl. Literally yeah. like leave the building because it was that. Uh, was it Shifley, the um, offsides that was not offsides? Because, yeah, 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 so it was like yes. six to four, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was five to four. They tied up, and then Julie Erickson with the hat trick kept um, yeah. off in overtime. That that was the nuttiest hockey game I've ever seen in my entire life. And like literally, like don't ever leave because holy crap! Like who thought that that was going to happen? So yeah, because oh, Erickson so had the overtime goal in. Uh, for the hat trick. Mm-hmm. So now I know what game you're talking yeah. about. And then I remember we, he had a public signing at Shields mm-hmm. the next day. Oh, really? I got, I found that photo. Some photographer posted it for fair use 
fair use. <laughs> I uh, I had it printed at Walgreens and brought it there the next day, and I put it in front of him, and he just looks at me and smiles. He's like, how'd you get this already? I'm like, CVS, bro, you can yeah. thank them yeah, for it. I'm so happy to see it, because it's the great. It's actually upstairs in the house. It's like the greatest freeze frame, yeah. where it's him just like this, and then the other players yeah. around him, and it was... Oh, that was just so crazy. That might have been I, a high point right there. That was a that, good one. I just yeah. can't imagine what it was like to be somebody driving home and listening to... Yeah. Like, in the, Last time they do that. They were like... Wait a minute, what? Like we went to overtime, like, and I left. Like, holy, f- oh god, that was so funny. And just like trying to see people, like, literally sprinting back into the lower bowl. Like, oh, that was so good. That we should have known right there that that like was the starting off point for the craziness that was the season. Just come back to happen from things like I mean I, I forget about earlier in the season with having Rem Pitlick I was actually very ah uh, that one, yeah, that was sad. he had like a hat trick he was like kind yeah. of a, he played for the Gophers I think mm. and then uh I should know that so I shouldn't say I think um <laughs> but then we had like Matt Boldy come in the yeah. fold and then I think it was his like debut or at with least Rossi debut. Rossi with, started that game with, as well with Rossi in Boston right I think yeah. it was in yeah. Boston and which is Boldy's hometown and that was when I think or no that was against I'm thinking no. of another game no they both they well, both made so, their debut together I thought yeah in Boston, but yeah, that, it was against the Bruins because yeah. I, I just know because I made a meme of the Kool Aid guy mm-hmm. who's all the Boston fans. Oh no, oh no, and then the Kool Aid guy comes through. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's Rossi and Boldy's head. I remember yeah. that. Well, that's I, the I, only reason I remember it. No, I'm thinking, yeah, that game. But then there was the game. I thought it was that game, but there was another game against Winnipeg where there was like the double fight in the center ice. Oh yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Greenway yeah. was going at it. Felino was going at it. I'm like, what am I watching right now? It's like yeah. this yeah. WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I remember. I I think I did a video where I like just put a bunch of screamo heavy metal music with a double kick, like when they're ball punching each other, yeah. like it was a mosh pit. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, there have been some good ones, good moments. Yeah, and hopefully more to come. Well, I know. More to come. Hopefully more to come. It all stems from it's about fucking winning. I right. swear that that moment back like last summer or August whenever it happened yeah. just set the spark something that was the greatest video and it's so funny that like Spurgeon because we all know how great and so nice Spurgeon is <laughs> right hard. he's just like to work hard and what does he say to work hard, hard and have fun, fun. Yeah. it's actually right here because yeah he's like hard work <laughs> and having fun, fun. No, F- and, and, uh, and then his reaction he's like oh like yeah, like, oh, like any, so bad. Any yeah. other GM would just be like, yeah, you know, we're out here, but we want to win, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But he's like, fuck that. This calls out his captain winning. on day one, and what a bold move. I love it. He wanted uh, everyone to know who's boss. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, was seriously, brilliant. though. Brilliant. Top uh, top moment of the year, for yeah. sure. Yeah, think, what, right there. you know, uh, in Minnesota sports history. Might yeah. be. A top Honestly, 10. Don't have here. a lot, obviously. You know, you think uh, Twins World Series 1987. Twins World Series 1991. Billy G. It's about I've got right. nothing. Billy G. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, this has been a blast. Audra, Jake, did you have any other questions? No, I think I'm good. Well, before we let you go, we just got to do the rapid fire. Oh, God. You've done oh, it before. Boy. We've actually added a few a few fun ones, I think, okay. since you've done it last. So uh, just as fast as you can go. Um, you're on a deserted island, and you can only have one type of alcoholic beverage for the rest of your time there. What is it? Beer. Beer? Any yeah. specific brand? Coors Light. Or... Okay. I'm so yes. there's yeah, that's be, fine. I, I love it, but there's people like, what fucking Coors Light? There's just those people out there like that. Not... Cam? Cam, you hate Coors Light. Is that, are you yeah, one of those people? 
It's beer. I, mean, I don't like freak out over it, but I just don't like it. There are people that do freak yeah. out though. Yeah. Yeah. But I like all types of booze. Yeah. Mm, it makes me sound great. I'm yeah. just, I like scotch. That would be a t- that would be my second. Okay. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good island island. Yeah, yeah I know, right? That works well in hot weather, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off it in uh, self defense at once? Fourth graders? Yeah. Yes. Twenty five. Twenty five. I don't know. You, what, you, what's the right answer there? Class. You <laughs> said that like you've already done it. Like, yeah. oh, I've had to do it before. I've been asked this question yes. for a while now. Um, do you prefer Minneapolis or St. Paul? Ooh. Well, I live on the Minneapolis side, so I have to say Minneapolis. I was going to say, you do work in both. So I pe- do work so in both, So people should yeah. not be surprised yeah. by mm-hmm. a conflicted answer. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. Um, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> um, my grandmother, because that would mean that she's alive. I just lost my grandmother a couple months oh, ago, so yeah. I would slap her if it meant getting her back for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's the answer yes. I'd give to him. Um, let's see what's up next. Uh, if you could hang out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, um, oh God, I don't even know. That's tough. Can I come back to that one? Sure. Yeah, um, we can. It's like Family Feud style. Yeah, pass, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pass. Come pass. That might be the first pass I think. Yeah, ever yeah. Gotten. No, that's it. good though. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yeah. Does I do like oh. it? I know, and I never thought I would say that, but I did literally try a Hawaiian pie, or a pizza like the first time two years ago, two three years ago, and I do think it's really good. Well, if you had some the, the bacon or Hawaiian bacon, yeah, or yeah. It's, it's, it's not uh, bad. Canadian bacon, which Canadian, is just yeah. ham. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I'll get in trouble for that yeah. one too, but it's true. Um, uh, would, if you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? Absolutely, I love Cleveland. I honestly, I love, yeah, I love working Cleveland games. Yeah. Okay. I do. Because I like Guardians games? Yeah, the Guardians. That's going to throw me <laughs> off. I do. I like the hotel we stay at is, um, is close to the ballpark. So you get to walk to the ballpark, which is always a big plus, and next to a casino. So I always go. Uh, and I've had go. good luck at the craps table in Cleveland. So okay. I am a fan. Okay. okay. That's good. Uh, what's the worst fast food place? Mm, White Castle? White is Castle? That, I don't know. I've That's never even had it, but I just always answer. hear that it's gross. Popular answer. No. <laughs> Pretty easy to shit on yeah. White Castle. <laughs> totally. Because it is shit. Uh, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? Uh, oh, hey, now I have my other answer. I would okay, hang, good. I want to yeah. hang out with Blake Lively because okay. I have such a girl mm-hmm. crush on her. So I will pick her, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think she's yeah. so hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And the final rapid fire question new edition this week you're the okay. first one to get it i i know the yes. listeners are going to love this because we're going to use it every time going forward give us your strike three call as loud as it as loud as you want you can peak the levels yep oh break the even, mic no i feel like i don't even like, like strike three there it is that was good like that's a, it that was the, the that, that's it yeah strike three that was yeah. probably better than a lot of ours we dude. yeah we did a <gasps> we just did a video heat <laughs> Yeah. I don't think there's a correct ones. or incorrect way to do it. I don't know. I've never even thought it. about it because yeah, yeah, I've heard like the or just like the really long drown out one. So I don't know. I've never been an umpire. I it's, need to practice that. I think. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's a different it's, language. Sometimes yeah. you don't even speak English. You just yeah. 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 You just, you throw your hands up. You blurt something out and you yeah. get a sign. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? It, it, he's out. You guys see that one video of the guy like that went mega viral or whatever? Cause, like he was so into it or whatever. Like and it's so yeah. animated. I was like the umpire, and I was like, wow, you just everybody else like sucks compared to that guy yeah but Gro- a, you know i don't know it's a Gro- lot of energy growing up in traveling baseball we had an ump that we would get every once in a while and whenever it got to like two and two count you'd be like two 
Hughes. And he, he, a couple of times, like I think one game, the second ump can show up, they would always try to have an ump at second base, yeah. not behind home plate. He was the only guy, so he would want to be accurate as all hell. Like if there was a play at first base or second, he'd fucking bolt out there and be faster than you were really? to the base. And he'd be sitting there like right next to the base and be like, ah, you know, like this guy was insane. I, think I had that guy too. You probably did. I remember that. He like yeah. he was a younger dude. I think he was like a guy he, he, dedicated like, to his job. Yeah. I, already, I, he, I think he was like he was like uh, I, we were talking to him. I think he was like Puerto Rican or Venezuelan or something. Like yeah. he was a really badass dude. Like he was awesome. Well, it's it's better because then like you'd get the ump that wouldn't say anything. Yeah, like, I don't even know what you yeah. just called. Dude, wait, it, what's the count? Is it three and two or is it is it yeah. two and two? And am yeah, I walk? Was just like I still do that softball. I look at the ump. Is it okay? Was that a strike? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Softball guys are just like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know your strike zone, Dude, at man. Least pretend like you want to be here. Yeah. yeah. Am I safe? What what's going on yeah. here? But, uh, uh, anything else from you, Audra? Before oh gosh, we I don't think so. Thanks for having me though. Seriously, yeah. this you is bet. fun. We always love watching. Again, I'm so watching, sorry it yeah. took me so long to get in no, here. No, no, you're busy. You're super no. busy. No, that's fine. Keep, keeping I'm us, also in, keeping lazy us as informed. Shit sometimes, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm busy, but busy, but then I'm really lazy. So yeah. I'm so sorry. But I'm no, so glad that we're good. able to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Such now a blast. back to the grind, and mm-hmm. hopefully I win tomorrow. Yes. Ho- hopefully you're doing the double trouble thing for a while. Yeah. I know it's not the best situation for you, but it's a good sign for the families. Well, it will actually. That's thank you for bringing that up, but. Because round two, we, we don't have them on our ear anymore. You know, they go they switch the national to the national teams, network. Yeah. So we yeah. will when we do the um, pre post game, it will actually be Anthony hosting, so okay. that I can switch over. Okay. To, uh, so either way, you get a so get yeah. Transition. But then I get to be just a fan, and I right. don't have to stress right. about it. I can just watch the games. So yeah, even Anthony better. will be the one in the hot seat. That'll be nice. Yeah, love to hear. Seeing yeah. round two, that yeah, just be great. I know. Let's hope. Let's mm-hmm. hope. Fingers crossed. But yeah, thanks so much for coming. Thanks for blast. having me. Looking forward to seeing you guys again. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back hey fat jeff here today we're gonna be watching hockey videos until someone says um yeah i think we um all right let's get started you seem to have every answer um yeah i think we um okay that's it all right welcome back to it's a bit that was a blast with audra we'll finish off the show now with a signature bit we got canceled it's uh 2022 everybody and everything is getting canceled these days on the internet so uh, we're going to take the honor ourselves and cancel some shit. So let's start with you, Producer Cam. What do you want to cancel today? Canceling road construction. I know it's like the typical thing like, oh, Minnesota has two seasons, winter and road construction. But this year it's already bad. Like it's, it's only May and I couldn't even drive on 494 yesterday. They already had it fucking shut down. I don't know. It seems like it's everywhere already and I'm already sick of it. You can uh, you can thank cold and warm weather for that yeah. because one day it's fucking negative twenty and the next it's thirty degrees out and everyone's wearing shorts. Every yeah, time that sure. happens, those swings happen. I'm like, R.I.P. to the roads. Eight new potholes just got created on four ninety four. True. Uh, on a stretch, they just finished. Maybe it's a good. Last year. Maybe I shouldn't cancel it though because maybe it's a good thing they're taking care of. It. Otherwise, we would all need car repair. So yeah, I mean it's yeah. There's been some brutal ones where I feel I, I've actually popped my tires a couple of times in high school going over fucking potholes. So it, they're very <laughs> they're very frustrating, but. Then again, sometimes they overdo it, I feel like, with some construction where they – this is what they do at construction. They start a project with the city. It A bunch of bureaucratic bullshit happens, so it doesn't take them – takes them two or three years to approve a construction. takes them three years to approve a four-year project. It's like, oh, well, yeah. now my kid is in uh, high school. And, my, and and mind you, a project that was three years ago was, was developed based on the current population three years ago. So it takes them three years to fucking approve that project that's based around population – from three years ago, and then it takes them four years to finish that project. So there's a total of seven year gap before a project is finished. We're like, oh shit, this project was meant for the population of the last from the last fucking census 
10 years ago. We got to redo another. We have to redo this highway again to count for more of the people who moved into this city now. And there's more of a population. So it's just never ending. Yeah, I was thinking that was like one of the only good things that came out of COVID was that uh, people weren't driving as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gas was cheaper. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like we weren't absolutely assaulting the roads like we seem to do every single day. Yeah. So, I mean, that helped a lot. But it. I guess the people who work in that field are probably happy that it never ends, but for us as drivers, it's horseshit. I actually saw I saw in Family Guy where Peter was pissed off at uh, one of the guys with the slow stop sign. He just goes, well, you, sir, have just lost my business, and he just opens his car door and walks away. <laughs> I'm like, if that was a thing, like I would do that every time I hit construction. Well, speaking of like traffic, construction, I mean, I always think of when I get really pissed off in traffic, usually probably caused by construction or or idiots getting into pointless accidents, not the crazy ones where it's out of their control, it's stupid bumpers, shit, and they have to go to the side of the road and then people drive slow. It drives, I think of the scene from The Office when uh, like it was like the wedding episode or when like Phyllis was getting married and Dwight's walking in and he like whispers to Jim, we need a new plague. And I have <laughs> yeah. said that to myself before COVID, like, you know, w- driving to work or whatever, I'm like, getting pissed off that there's too many fucking people on this world. We need a new plague. I'm saying that to myself <laughs> in my car and I'm like, oh, then COVID hit a couple years later. I'm like, okay, I didn't think it would actually yeah, come Jake, to fruition. You just manifest. Damn it. Go. Hitler too. Yeah. I might, oh, <laughs> shit. Damn it. Cancel. You're, You're canceled. Uh, cancel- actually, I'm canceling you now, Jake. Yeah. Goodbye. I, I brought on this plague. You, you, you manifested COVID. I might have true through my words. I am that powerful. Don't right. don't don't fuck with me. Uh, Mussolini, what do you got? Mussolini, <laughs> Mussolini, Rasputin. Um, I'm canceling Pit Viper sunglasses and that whole. This is I, I when I was thinking of this, I wasn't actually thinking of Cam. I was just thinking of the whole. Like I I have a broken oh. pair on my glass, uh, broken pair of them that a friend gave to me on my desk, and I was just thinking today. I'm like, too many people wear these, and it just screams. I play softball for a living, so respect me. I have a bullet. You know, yeah. I, I feel like every but, time you prepare for this podcast <laughs> every week, like how can I piss producer Cam off? But, how can I make fun of him? But it's not this even coming from the guy that literally wears white sunglasses, which is a universal sign as for douchebag. Wait, do I? Yes, you do. I, I did. I did own a pair of white sunglasses. Yeah. Now I wear, I wear, I wear dark black ones. Less of a douchebag now. I am, but the ones I know what you're talking about. The ones and, you were last year. Yeah, yeah the ones that were last white. year. I, I bought these like white, they're like iGog brands. I bought them up north <laughs> them at a gas holiday. station. I, I did at the, it's called One Stop actually. Step up. I have no idea. But they're, they're badass sunglasses. Um, they no. look badass because they had like the, the, the green tint. I was like, you know, I've always go with like the darker sunglasses. I broke mine or lost them on the boat or whatever. I'm going to buy these. So I would just wear, then I started wearing them for <laughs> softball. But I don't wear them anymore because they That's went to good. shit. Well, that's and good. I'm glad I, they I, I'm, but I'm not wearing them anymore. But I'm not. The, the most fitting environment for pit vipers is softball. Whatever, it's a or softball a pit. But no, it pisses me off when you're when you're wearing them on a fucking lake. That just screams douchebag. Hell no. Yes, it, it does. And they're they're like good quality sunglasses. I've talked too. about this guy on my on my po- on the podcast before. Or whatever, Kyle, dude. When we were up fishing up north, he, he like he was like driving around on a jet ski with like on fucking daddy's money and we went to the bar afterwards and he's like where's the party at we're like oh no we we're out fishing so i don't fish i'm just looking for the party bro you're 32 <laughs> fucking years old he was rocking pit vipers you know what i've came to the conclusion that i semi agree with you you can only wear pit vipers if you have a mullet 
Those two things go together that's like true. Pe- that's they true. go together yeah. like peanut butter and jelly. Because that's and the bit. To your defense, yeah. I don't think it's the sunglasses themselves that look douchey. They do look very comfortable and, and very yeah. stylish. I think it's the people who have the associated persona. with yeah. them. Yes. It's, so it, it, there were, you're there, fine. There were some guys who had to ruin it for everybody. Is kind of the way I look at it. You can only wear them if you have a mullet. It yes, and rule. and you're playing softball. That that looks uh, completely fine. No, if if you have a mullet, you can wear whenever. Okay, I just don't aren't, get. Aren't, aren't there branding like ex, the extreme sports, right? So like it's, sailing and like like snowboarders wear. Them. I think they're great. I, well, see, maybe. but but uh, I mean, I I haven't actually experienced seeing maybe out like in California if they're if they're uh, skiing and snowboarding up in Bear Mountain or wherever they can actually still snowboard. But I a lot of people wear like Oakleys and shit, yeah, like the I, big Oakley I'm, I'm shit. I'm saying like when they're not skiing and snowboarding, they're walking around. Oh yeah, the like the like the ski the lodge with yeah. with walking around with their bibs with their uh, the with their bibs and their scarf. Hey, you want to race? Oh, I'll race you, and then you can blah blah. It turns into like a chick flick movie guess, or something. I also see where you're coming from. Like I do wear them a lot for softball, but like if I'm driving, like I have a pair of Ray Bans that I wear when I'm driving. And that's fine. So I, I guess I, I don't wear them all so the time. So if like, I personally, if someone gave me a pair of Pit Vipers and they're super nice. I'd wear them for softball, but that's it. Sounds like someone for... did give you a pair of pit vipers. I, I did, but they're broken. Oh, I, I have them up on my desk. You need super glue. Um, I got super glue. Um, no, for... no, they're they're fucked. Like, they're activities? pretty much almost like split in half. I put them on and wear them; they'll break in half. Okay, but if someone gave me one, I'll, I mean, it goes with the bit because I go with the douchey bit for softball. So I mean, like, what would be? I mean, again, I feel like pit vipers at softball is okay, but I wear baseball pants and stuff, so maybe that would go with the bit. But people wear them all over the place and go like, "No, pit vipers are awesome, man! You got to get pit vipers, pit vipers, pit vipers, pit well, vipers," and they wear nothing else. They're right, but I just—I mean, I wear them for other events too, but I also have multiple pairs of sunglasses I like to wear. But if I didn't, if pit vipers were the only thing I had, I'd wear them for everything. How much were your pit vipers? I got them for my birthday, so I don't know. Okay, oh. that's fine because like I've never paid Gift more receipt, than doesn't say I never paid more than. $50 for a pair of sunglasses? I do think glasses? they go for like 110 Oh, I've never yeah. paid more than $20. I do. So, I'm the kind of guy who rotates between free yeah. pairs until I lose them in a lake. Well, I should say besides aviators, the aviators I bought in Vegas were like 50 or 60 bucks. Other than that, like for fishing and shit, I just go to the gas station yeah. and buy $20, 30 sunglasses. I like I, I haven't spent a lot of money there. I have the pit vipers I got for my birthday, and then my Ray Bans I got as like my groomsman gift for my sister's wedding. So yeah, I don't pay for he- yeah. sunglasses. I went to I went to Shields, not an official sponsor of the show, but should be um, like last summer, and I was actually legitimately thinking about buying uh, an expensive pair of sunglasses. I'm like, I'm sick of going through these, blah blah blah. Even though it's not a big deal, and I was looking at some of the prices, like three hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's not ban- doing it's this bananas. shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing this shit. I'm yeah. good. But. All right. Well, um, my uh, my cancellation kind of goes back to a topic we discussed with Audra during the interview. <sighs> I'm already getting pissed off. It's these people who say <laughs> that Mark Andre Fleury is the reason the Wild have lost two games. Like I, I I can't fucking understand people who think that Fleury is the problem every time the other team scores. Yesterday, like fucking game, 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 it was game four yesterday. Dumba misses the easiest play in front of the net. Guy gets around him, shoots at top of the slot to Flurry. Flurry guesses that he's going to go low. He goes high. Like, what the fuck do you want him to do? The guy yeah. was standing on his head the whole game, making incredible saves. I saw some other guy on Twitter today saying that Flurry doesn't know how to trap the puck on his pads, that his pads like, are basically trampolines. It's like, what are you fucking talking what? about? Did you watch him shit on us last year in the yes, playoffs? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's playing the same way he did in round one last year. He is an yeah. abs. I understand during the regular season he was not as hot as, as Talbot. And the, the worst part about it is I don't hate Talbot. I love Talbot. I think he's just as good of a goalie. 
But like this is who we've chosen to stick with. He's he's battle tested in the playoffs. We're going with Flurry. <laughs> For all the people who are like, yeah. I don't know how Dean doesn't start Talbot in game in game five. It's like how the why would he? Because why, would, I, I you, why would you pull out a goalie halfway through a playoff series when he's mm. doing just fine? He, if you bring him back, his confidence is going to be shot. The mm-hmm. only way you start Talbot is if we would have won yesterday and we're up three one. Then yeah, you can start Talbot. The only then the only I mean, situation. I, know, like, I, I still think they would have started because Flurry. I trust Talbot to win a playoff game and that rests Flurry mm-hmm. for yeah. the second series. Well, yeah, now, no, if, if we I lose understand that, game, that. We bring him back. It's just it's it, it, I'm biased, right? Like I'm the mm-hmm. biggest Mark Andre Flurry fan. I think after what he did to us in the first round of the playoffs last year, I think he literally became my favorite hockey player when the Wild got him. So yes, I'm like a total homer. I'm a biased fan, but it's it's just kind of stupid how like. We're arguing over starting goaltenders. After game one, people are arguing it, over Flurry versus Talbot. I'm like, the offense didn't score. No, they, they, they lost 4 nothing. They Fiala lost 4-0. We, we couldn't hit the fucking net. No. Like, why are we talking? It, it's like what you said about the Vikings. When the defense lets 37 points up, why aren't we Why are we talking about Kirk? I, I, yeah, ex- exactly. I've talked about this. This is like a rabbit oh. hole that is so easy to go down. It's a toxicity of, of, of the of the Minnesota fan base, and people have no fucking clue what they're These are people about. who don't watch hockey, right? No. These are people who, they don't get it. who became bandwagon fans when they heard the Wild were in the playoffs, and now they think they suddenly know hockey, and they haven't been watching all season, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, they're scoring goals. That means that it's time to make a goalie change. No. No. It's not nothing a, to do with it. Sometimes it is what it is, yeah. is what it means. So, But Flurry has been unbelievable. Someone who watches hockey a lot will mm-hmm. know that Flurry has been a fucking brick wall this entire... Yes, he has given up some goals that were not ideal, but he's he's not... Per- well, every goalie does. Right. It, you got to go... And, and playoffs, you need a hot goalie. Right. And and we're, we're 2-2 in a very... Tight series in a against a very good St. Louis Blues team that has a lot of players who want to stay in the cup a few years back. This two two the same mostly the same roster mm-hmm. mostly the same roster you know and it yeah it baffles me these are people that don't get the game they see the score and they just blame somebody they don't understand what what it's about no granted like Cam Talbot there are some saves the way the, they play different types you could get we don't need to get too deep but they play different styles of goalie like I think I think Talbot plays a little more. Tight knit uh, cuts to his angles. Flurry is kind of more spread out and can make the more uh, flexible save. Well, I think Talbot sticks more to the post, which is can be pros and cons of that. There are some saves that you know Talbot maybe could have made that 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 Flurry didn't make just because of his style. But then there were some saves that Flurry made, if not more, Dude, that Talbot wouldn't have. You made. had the one yesterday where Flurry is on is in the middle of the crease. They pass it across the <laughs> crease for a little tap in, mm-hmm. and Flurry gets his leg. There. I know. It's like I know it's, he's in the splits, and that's something that that Talbot he plays angles really well. So right. he might have not have allowed. He might have saved it in a different way, but that's the kind of shit that Flurry makes those fucking insane saves. Like, like I said, I love Talbot more than anybody, but but it is bananas that people are blaming this on Mark Andre Flurry. I don't. I, I don't. I don't fucking I, get it. We have like our best goalie tandem. Probably ever in the wild. I, I think back to like Dwayne Rollison Probably and Manny Fernandez. You have these but two right now. These two, this tandem might be better than those two. You got Mark Andre Fleury. You have yeah. like a Hall of Fame goalie, goaltender, go, one three Stanley Cups, goal, one of the greatest goalies of all time. I mean, like, I, yeah, one of the best. You, you know, Hendrick Lundqvist esque. You know, kind right. of goal, goaltender here. Yeah, sure, he's getting a little old, but he doesn't seem like he's slowing down. No. He's been in the playoffs before. You literally can't be bitching at him when you have the defense uh, floundering plays, especially in game one that drove me nuts. And people were on the internet the next day talking about Talbot Flurry, who's going to start? Like you said, we, excuse me, we got shut out right. here. Like, what, what are we talking about? We, we I, was, I was brutally upset after that game, game one, just in general as a fan. 
wasn't at all had any sort of animosity towards Marc Andre Fleury in that game. I was very pissed off. And as a Kirk Cousins stand, I fucking will defend him to the end because I get how that shit goes. Right. And that's with me with Flurry. It's like yeah. I was I found myself fighting on Sunday on the internet with people explaining but, to them how <laughs> Matt Dumba fucking up a play right in front of the net is not Mark Andre Flurry's fault. But then again, like you'll never change any of these people's minds. No, we've that's been, why we've that's, that's, know that with Kirk Cousins. That's why I don't fight people. Often, so it's just like shut up. Yeah, it's frustrating and, and come Viking season we're gonna see shit with Kirk again. I'm gonna be driving me fucking absolutely insane. But it, it's the same thing with this, it's just so frustrating. And these people are all are all canceled. They have no idea what they're yep. talking about. Cancel them all. I, yeah. can't, oh. I can't do it. But, oh. All right. Before I have a uh, fucking hernia here from mm-hmm. anger like Bubba, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to end the show. Yeah. So, just end it. Hopefully the Wild can win and we don't have to have this argument every fucking game. But yeah. you know what? I also help, hope that Talbot does start one of these games. I hope he saves everything. But in mm-hmm. the event where he doesn't save everything, I hope people learn a lesson about how everybody's it's... human. And sometimes... It's more than just the goalie himself that is the reason hey, why a team scores or, or why we lose. It's hockey. Not every yeah. game is going to be a shutout. No, and funny. they're not going to go 82-0. and 0. They're not going to go 16-0 and 0 in the playoffs like either. Some, like some people don't understand that like, there might be a game where a goalie lets in four, game, four goals, but he still had an incredible game mm-hmm. because there were 100 shots. Or, people, and those four goals were like breakaways or two-on-ones, mess-ups by the defense. Like They don't know how to like look at just the goalie on their situation, they they look at the team as a whole, and then they want to blame the goalie for everything that goes wrong. Do people want to go back so to shallow? Do people want to go back to the days of the last year or two with Devin Dubnik? No, God no. He Darcy was Kemper. Darcy Kemper, both good goalies, right? Just brutally inconsistent. And near the end there, especially with Devin Dubnik, just give up a goal. You could see he was fucking frustrated and then he would be out the rest like like out mentally the rest of the game and we lose five nothing. And this would happen game consecutive games. Yeah. No, like there was one four nothing game this series, and that wasn't even Flurry's fault. Like you know, mentally he's strong. He's been here before. Like we don't have to worry about that shit. And he's a good goalie. He's flexible. He's very flexible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, that was it's a bit, folks. Hopefully the Wild can keep winning. Hopefully we uh we'll see we'll see a Talbot play because he deserves a start. He Absolutely, hundred percent. He does. He's 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 big reason why we're here. But um, hopefully we can keep kind of covering the Wild here. I know. We did some uh, we did some playoff predictions last week, and the loser has to clean up the yard. Round one is getting kind of close to the end here. True. We're getting near the a lot of good series, though. A lot mm-hmm. can happen still. Um, apparently, Pittsburgh won seven to two tonight, which is bananas. I I took the Rangers on the money line, so uh, looks like Grandma's gonna stay locked up in the cage. But uh, <laughs> yeah, folks, that was another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you guys so much for always listening and supporting to us. You can listen to our betting show, It's a Bet, on KFan. It's gonna be different every week, so just keep keep posted to our socials. We'll tweet when it's gonna be live, and you can always listen to it in the feed here after the fact. But uh, listen to some of the other pods. Go to the website ten ktakesmn.com to read some of the blogs. And uh, we just want to thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, hopefully see you at the Saints game on the twenty eighth. Saintsgroups.com password cup snake. Let's, yeah. let's make fucking history. But uh, that's another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.